<laughs> I, that, you know what? I have an alias when I go out of town. Can I, I, I like James Cole. I like that. <laughs> That's what you be telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I usually tell him I'm Benjamin. I'm changing. Benjamin. You look like a Benjamin. Cole. Benjamin. You look like a keypad. <laughs> <laughs> <Keep back. laughs> what we say? What we say? What I say in the intro to you on the episode? It's on the intro. Dang. What was it? What's in the intro? YBO podcast. YBO. You're listening to Young Black and Opinionated. You are tuned in to YBO podcast. Hey, honest, y'all make me feel at home. I just want to say I want another invite. I feel like I'm a part of this podcast. <laughs> Young Black and Opinionated. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E S E B E R A. Four Wise. We said all the time, but we talk about a lot of different shit. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Take the one we said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think nobody does it like this. And I'm Lassie at Lola Baby on Snapchat, B A Y B E E, and on Instagram and Twitter at LaCram Lola. And it's your boy, Mwanjay. That's M W A N J E. Gun and Flopper. Wow. How do you do this with two girls? I'm like, you know what? You probably be talking shit too. You do all the time. I know. I'm like, you know what? They're my best friends. They're cool. Tell them who's the best podcast in the game. Episode 263 of Young, Black, and Opinionated. Ladies, how y'all doing today? I am doing well. I can't complain. How I'm doing okay. Know? I'm here. <laughs> it's been a day. It's been a day. Oh man. Yeah. Um I hope it, I hope it gets better. I hope it sure gets it will. Better. I just um I got a call from a friend and Got some bad news before we started. That's all, oh. but I'm not gonna trip off that. Um, but outside of that, I had a pretty decent day so far. Um, you know, one of the uh, four agreements. I think I think we kind of talked about that book before. But one of the four agreements that, um, and it, I don't know if this is relevant or not, but maybe one of the four agreements I've been looking at uh, recently is don't take things personally. Mm-hmm. And and don't um, harbor thing, things. Too oh much. yeah, for sure. And I've been really using that lately, and it's been helping out. And I've been telling folks like, "Hey, don't take it personally, fam. Just don't, don't, uh, don't let it. Just let it. Not necessarily roll yeah. off your back to a sense of you just a pushover." For sure. But. No, I now I've been I've been kind of just going around with the notion that save your energy for the shit that matters. Yes. Yeah. That's huge. I'm not. Huge. Yeah. Uh, it's just. Yeah, but no, I I like that. It resonates a little bit, so I feel that. Yep, yep. Oh, well, I'm glad it helped out because it help. It's helping me out. Don't take things personally. So, yeah. Um, yeah. How was y'all week, fam? <sighs> this week flew. I feel like we just recorded. <laughs> like any uh, literally. Yeah, like yeah. I looked up and I was like, it's that time. Um, I had a decent week. Um, I'm just waiting to start my job and. Um, been Instacarting with McCoy, which is interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for fall. It's still hot as hell here. Um, mm. We had like three days this week where it was like 90 in the 90s. And I'm like, bro, why are we not done with this yet? Um, kind of over it. I watched my first Tubi movie. Oh, um, it was Get Paid. Um it's called it's called get oh, like paid. This is a to be produced movie. Um, I believe so. Yeah. Yikes. It oh, wasn't yikes. it wasn't too bad. I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't too bad. I get mean, paid. I will say this: the acting seems more realistic. 
but also it's not mainstream. So, I mean, hey, you got the, the ghetto girls actually being ghetto girls and it works because, you know, it's their vibe. Um, it's funny. Yeah. I didn't really do too much this week. Um, I've been chilling. What about you? Yeah, no, this week went by fast. Um, this week coming up is a really important week um, we have for our school. So right now I'm at No Studios, which is where our school is currently. Um, we have two locations here in No Studios and one in Waukesha um, again. Um, and so we have um, state essentially coming in and kind of doing some, some inspections mm-hmm. and, and seeing what we're doing and all this stuff. So it's a little nerve wracking. That'll be this Thursday. So basically it's like, we're not hitting these marks and close the school <laughs> down. And so um, just a little nerve wracking about that. And um, but besides that, though, um, really great week. Went by fast. Counting my calories. Um, I'm losing weight. I got a compliment today. Somebody said I'm slowing okay, down. Period. Hear that. Um, the jump roping videos are paying off. Um, it's so funny. People are like, I see you jump roping out there, Jay. I know. Oh I need God. to get back into it. I, I kind of fell off. I need to get back into it for sure. It 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 really um I love it because uh, for you all it's probably eh, I would say that I won't say I, I shouldn't say that. I was gonna say so it gotta be very lightly. Yeah, but for you for but for me, I know that my days are short. Mm. So I have to enjoy this time as much as I can because uh, I know that once yeah. winter hits or at least a very frost. Like yesterday was wasn't too cold. It was cold enough, but it wasn't cold where I was like, ah. Yeah, I heard the I the girls in Milwaukee were uh, bringing out their UGG boots. So. Yeah, it was it was a little chilly yesterday, but um, today it's not that bad. Um, I just actually came from an MKE um, Black uh, event over here by mm-hmm. the Fiserv and Deer District, and so um, I just got a jacket on. And I'm straight. I didn't really need the mm-hmm. jacket. I just had the jacket on for aesthetic for aesthetic reasons. So, um, but. My days are short for jump roping, so that's true. Reese, what about you? What how how was your week? How was your week? Uh, it was pretty cool. It uh, like y'all said, it went fast. So yeah, can't complain. Anything? Um, any peaks or valleys you got? Mm-mm. No peaks pretty or valleys. Good week. I'll leave it at that. Oh no, that's right. That's that's awesome. Um, trying to fix this watch, but um. Yeah, guys, I do want to thank y'all for listening and uh, give a shout out to our top 10 listening cities. Um, We had a new number one and somebody else popped up, so I thought it was pretty mm. cool. Uh, number one is Racine, Wisconsin. Number two, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Number three, Burlington, New Jersey. Number four, Washington, D.C. Number five, Seattle, Washington. Mm. Uh, number six, Houston, Texas. Number seven, Madison, Tennessee. Number eight, Madison, Wisconsin. Mm. Number nine, Independence, Missouri. And number 10, uh, Lucky Old Council Bluffs, Iowa. Our good old friends. So, facts. So shout out to y'all for listening. And um, I am going to pass it over to the pastor. Well, folks, um I am super excited to give you your announcements. Last week, last week I was kind of at the shaky podium. <laughs> um, <laughs> this week, I'm hoping it doesn't shake too much. So um, I want to talk about LinkedIn tree, link tree donations. Um, please definitely check us out there. Uh, make sure you all um, are donating to us. We would truly appreciate that. 
Also go to our website, YBOPod.com. That's Y-B-O-P-O-D.com. Make sure you check us out there. Um, we have a lot of information, a lot of uh, a lot of things you can interact with on the website. And then go ahead and text us, uh, 414-510-4086. We would love to hear from you. Um, and then take our survey as well, too. Um, while you're on that website, go ahead and take our survey. We want to know more about you. We truly appreciate you all. Um for those that have already done it. And then we also still have merch available as well, too. So make sure you all hit us up for that merch cruise and um, and T-shirts available, sweaters, all that good stuff. So hit us up and we appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Hope y'all enjoyed the last episode and um, can't wait to continue on loving <laughs> on y'all for supporting us. Let the church say, we love you and you can't do nothing about it. <laughs> may god bless you and may god keep you amen all righty now guys depending on where you do find us we are we are available on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spreaker iHeartRadio, spotify anywhere you can find a podcast uh make sure you guys tell a friend and tell a friend because that's how we as a podcast and a community continue to grow <laughs> i saw this on twitter kind of trending around it was a Young black woman at USC University of South Carolina, she um, started a majorette squad mm. and she tweeted about it. And it had, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't want to say, I'll say it like this just because it's what they say for satire. <laughs> they had our uh, HBCU nights um, in an <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, and uh, that's why I said it's satire. And then just in general, I don't know if people just didn't go to a, um, HBCU. I've seen some comments too. Whatever, like still, I just think it's awkward. Just go to HBCU. Um, so I just wanted to know you guys' thoughts on that. Well, um, I think it's, I saw this and I thought it was kind of dope. Um, I didn't go to a um, HBCU, but I went to a homecoming at an HBCU. And I remember being at um being there and just being like, wow, this seems cool. It's like going to school with all your cousins, damn near. Um, but I attended UWM. Um, some of the comments that I saw, um, I like that this lady said, um, culture is for us wherever we go. And I feel like I like that statement because why people don't understand school costs from what i've seen hbcus can be a little pricier but also private uh, white institutions are as well so not saying nothing there but um everyone i see some of the comments a lot of people are like why not just go to hbcu why not go to hbcu people look for the some people are looking at long-term like programs and things like that instead of you know having to miss out on this program just so I can go to a school that offers this instead of just creating it. Why do I have to do that? Um, so I just ultimately think it's dope. And I think that, um, she did a great thing for her and it looks, they look pretty on point. Um, I don't see any white girls on the team, but Hey, it is what it is. I think it's dope. Ooh. Oh, man, this is interesting. <laughs> this is an interesting topic because I could see how you can pull both ways mm -hmm. on this. And I don't want to be in Mr. Switzerland here, but I'm, I'm going to start off being Mr. Switzerland um, simply because, um, for one, let me first off, I'm going to start off with the um, the uh, the good cookie. Right. The part of the part of the Oreo that's like the, the, the top. Ooh. 
and then we get to the cream and then we get to the bottom. Anyway, so um, the sandwich, I guess, is the, the sandwich you give positive feedback and then negative and then positive. Um, so great. You started something um, amazing. I mean, it looked like y'all are on point. And I will say this. I am not a um, I am not from an HBCU school. All right. So I don't know. Um, I see majorette stuff and I, I don't know what the actual terminology is and what the um, the technicality of all that stuff and what it means. Right. So I don't know that. However, um, I think it is dope to bring culture because like you said, last I see the, uh, the mm. same um, saying I think Reagan uh, Reagan Gomez said, you know, culture is everywhere. Yeah. She commented after. Yeah. Another lady. Mm-hmm. And so. A lot of people, as as uh, Reese said, is that you want the HBU ex- HBCU experience without the HBCU. We don't know what this woman's, you know, um, like we, we. A lot of people always comment and make comments about stuff, and you don't even know the full details. We don't know if this woman was able to even get into an HBCU, or or if she got a full ride exactly. to the school. You, you, we don't know that. We don't know that. So that's one aspect of this. Um, this this crazy thing going on here um and i and i see a lot of comments saying too that this is not even majorette style of dancing this is something else i saw some of those too that's why i was i i saw what you saw and somebody like in the thread broke it down but i didn't really get a chance to read it yeah and i don't even if you break it down for me i still don't understand it because i haven't i've not (laughs) gone to an hbcu so i don't know what the um that culture is like um however i do know that um being at a pwi um, predominantly white institution, you can feel very left out. I was at a PWI, and in some cases, we could say UW um, University of uh, Wisconsin Milwaukee is a PWI. And I went to MSOE where it was very few black folks there, uh, and very few, even even if you even segment down, there's very few women that went there. So it was very it was it was very white male dominated school, and. A lot of times it felt weird being at that school because of my culture wasn't there. And I remember, I, I think I told you this one time I was in my dorm room, I'm playing Biggie <laughs> and the dude and then one of the kids was like, if you don't know, now, you know, nigga, oh. and he looked at me and I looked at him like, fam, what are you like? What? And then my roommate at the time, he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I apologize. So it's, we got that issue going on. So for her to bring a slice of HBCU culture or just what she probably grew up on or grow up with at USC, um, how, how can we get mad? Uh, how can we get mad at that? So I agree. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I see I this. No, I, I understand. I see it. this comment here. It says y'all be letting white people attend HBCUs enjoying your Greek orgs, but you have an issue with this. And it just made me laugh. That's true. That's that's true, too. Like, so it's just. <laughs> Everybody got something to say. I just don't know. I, I don't under. I mean, I don't know the culture enough to really make a sound. I mean, um, opinion. Yeah. I, com- but, I was yeah. gonna say I commend her because, like you said, when I went to U- UWM, it just felt like it wasn't for me. There was no reason for me to be on campus or get involved because nothing looked like me. And if something did, maybe I would have. I mean, I know there was a BSU, but you know, outside of the BSU. I didn't really see stuff that was interesting that I wanted to do. So I was kind of like, come to campus, do my classes, go, go home. 
she's trying to i don't know if she's from california but you know she's trying to just have something that feels like the norm for her she could have been a majorette in high school or whatever the case may be like it's uh it's south carolina oh say that university of south carolina see so this is my thing i I always feel like i guess for me i'm at this point in my life where two things can be true i said that i said about a lot of different stuff every time i have a conversation i'm like well that could be true and that could be true too yeah so i just personally think that um First of all, when I went to King, we had a major uh-huh. squad, and it wasn't no HBCU. Yeah, a lot of niggas went there. <laughs> it wasn't an HBCU. Um, so that's where I think of majorette from. Like, my first understandings of it was from high school. So that's why, for me, I didn't go to an HBCU, but it didn't offend me outside of that, I guess, that point. Um, but, however, I understand, like, you know, this is what they do at HBCU. This is what they're used to. So yep. if they see it, they may get offended. But like y'all said, she may have gotten a full ride to USC in, in um, South Carolina. She may not have been able to afford a HBCU because yep. some of them yeah. can be expensive. Uh-huh. And some of them, mm-hmm. like Howard was, I guess, the amount that it cost was technically like going to a private school. Like I got yep. into Howard and... You know, I'm paying, you know, 8000 a year at the time to go to UWM, just, you know, running off numbers, and they want 40 a year. Yep. Yep. Same here. Yeah, well, I think now it's like closer to 60. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and, and UWM is probably closer to <laughs> right. 15 or something, 12. <laughs> like all of it's going up. But if you think about that super duper gap, yeah. it's all about taking chances and what you want to do. So for me, I was like, well, I'm just going to visit y'all. I'm going to have that whole week with y'all. I'm going to go home. Because, you know, you're going to be doing homework the rest of the week like me, but you're going to be having extra fun, but it's okay, though. <laughs> yeah. So it is what it is. Um, so that's why I, say I understand two two things can be true from my perspective of it. I, I understand it, but I don't feel like they had to bash yeah. the girl. Because first, I, yeah. when I first saw it like, going around, it was just like, oh, this is great. And then when I saw it going around, when I hopped back on Twitter, it was like negative. Like, yeah, you should have just, she should have just went to HBCU, like, why would you do you. that and blah 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 like why you and i'm just like damn like can we just commend the black sister for yep. just man live make Shit. something like a an inclusion type of thing for you know her people or whatever so i don't know um i was just gonna say ahead. i just want to clarify that the comments confuse me i know it says south carolina but somebody was in the comments talking about la because they thought it was usc and la mm. i was like yeah oh. yeah because when reagan gomez was saying her stuff she thought it was um california too because another argument was People were saying, like, if it's California, there's not that many or any um, HBCUs on the West right. Coast. So maybe there was no option. So somebody was like, and I already knew it was South Carolina, but somebody corrected her. It was like, South Carolina, there's plenty in the area. And she just kind of like, right. <laughs> well, <still>, maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know, this wasn't an option. So I, and I understand that fact, too. You're in an area where there's probably a lot of options. There's some that may not be yeah. big, super big, like a Howard or something like that, where the prices could be different. It could be more affordable. It's, it's just whatever her personal thing was on why she mm-hmm. didn't go. Um, that's why I gave my example. I'm mean, just said the thing about Morehouse. You look at that bill, that ticket. You got to pay this, and you got to put this on your parents. And then, like, I knew people that went to different. I ain't even gonna say just HBCUs, out of state schools, which is typically a bigger ticket if you didn't get it like a full ride. People was taking out personal like bank loans. Like, I knew people like you know having issues to pay for school right before grad, like right before graduating. And that would have been devastating to me. Yeah. Um, and I can be anybody, right? It, it, it don't matter about HBCU in general. So just thinking about even, because I think she's from Chicago, if I'm not mm. mistaken. But thinking about even leaving the state, like if she didn't have a full right. ride to South Carolina, if she did, great. But either or, she figured it out. Or two things could be true. She could have figured it out to go to Howard or Clark or some shit. But it is what it is. Like maybe she had family right. in South Carolina. I don't know. So, yeah. Well, I did. I would say she got Miss Diana from um, Dancing Dows telling her to DM her. So she said... 
Yeah, because I seen somebody was like, help. Was that her? Like, I yeah. help you, you know, get it together. Yeah, she said, let's get this right, training you know? started. Yeah. But she so, think it's in California, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I'll be on the next flight to California, ma'am. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> so y'all do your research, but um, no, this and it and it, but this is what we do as black people. We carve. I see somebody saying this, like we carve out. It's got three point one million views, by the way. But it we carve out black spaces in everywhere we go because we we have, have to. to. That's how we preserve our culture, yeah. preserve our um history, preserve, just preserve our 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 mindset. And you know, and I, now the question would be: Is would now, what if white women wanted to join this this uh this thing here? Do they say no? Like, how does this work? But she she did this on her own, her own on her own. Like, I, like even the uniform. Yeah. Like, did she make this uniform herself? Like, did that school get? Did, I, I know the school didn't have it, right? Or maybe they did, and they just used it and then turned it around and stuff like that. So I don't know, but I think just a um just a high level overview. I think this looks great. I think she did a great job with her and the girls uh, or the women, excuse me, these are women, um, her and the women doing their things. And I just feel like we at, at, at the surface level, we just got to commend her and say congratulations. Great job. Um, I mean, she did have what she fun. sought out to do. Have fun, like you said. And, um, you know, take it to the next level. Turn it I to mean, a hustle. Why, people, why can't we? Right. And people got to understand, like, I don't know if she's an incoming freshman or whatever, but like a lot of these kids that are now going to college had like to spend two their last two years of high school behind a computer <laughs> so let let it's not, it's not that big of a deal to me at all i just feel like some people like one of these comments i just read said this enrages me why why are you letting it get you that upset <laughs> and i think too it's it's, it's like a gatekeeping yeah, uh -huh. thing right yeah. like think if you think about it from the other side of perspective we have these hbcus specifically yeah. for us where we were not invited to these other schools over the past months that we weren't on, like I've been reading these different books and seeing seeing different documentaries and being like, damn, this motherfuckers I was trying to graduate from University of Mississippi and they got, you know, motherfucking National Guard following them around. Or I was reading a book about the Little Rock Nine and Dog had to literally get walked across stage by, you know, the federal government. Well, not the federal government, but, mm -hmm. you know, the FBI, CIA, all the national security, you know, state security, just for him to walk across, get, get back in a car and go home. Like... Like, just think about some of the stuff. So when you think about that in hindsight, and, it, and we know these institutions were created before even that. Right. So when we when we came to a time to um, create our own places, you know, I, I like I guess that's the example is for that. Like, I understand the air quotes gatekeeping in that. Like, this is for us by us keeping in our own entity. So I think maybe that's what people are, um, I guess, getting at. Let me call somebody who I think may know something or have an opinion. I'm not sure. I can't remember if she went to HBC or not. If she answers, that's, that'll be great. That's a great perspective. Hello, Auntie E. What you doing? Sitting in volleyball practice. First of all, I just want to say, how are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm great. I got hey, you on here. <laughs> I know. That's why I said bad words. <laughs> that's why you didn't say bad words. <laughs> yep. So um, we were having a conversation about, um, I don't know if you've seen the young lady. She posted it on Twitter where she um, started a majorette squad at her um, PWI, which was University of South Carolina. And you yeah. went to a, <laughs> you went to HBCU, didn't you? Yes. My brand is strictly for my HBCU. Yeah. See, I, see, I set that up. Um, what's your thoughts on that? On her setting up, starting a majorette squad there. 
Um, I don't like it. Mm. Why not? I don't like it because next thing you know, the I'm trying to be nice on it. No, the white people gonna try it. You don't gotta please please hit it. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, <laughs> next thing you know, the white girls gonna be doing the whites, it. Yeah. Yeah, if they take everything that we do. So you're yeah. just giving that to them. Mm. I'm not trying to be a gatekeeper and be mad at her mm. for trying That's to, you know, find her black group mm. uh, of people to do their thing, but the white people going to be doing it. And, like, that is a black thing. That came from HBCUs. Like, that... I just feel like the the Mayo maggots are going to steal it. Mm. I'm a genius. Y'all see how I said that yeah. up so well? Yeah. What's, what's the G <laughs> word I said? <laughs> and I called the perfect person. Gatekeeper. Yeah, I know I said that. We, I, I I don't want to be a gatekeeper about that, but I'm just saying, you know, I want her to find her place in her PWI. Mm. I mean, everybody ain't got to go to an HBCU. Of course, we want everyone to be with their family, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we got to be realistic. Everybody is not going to go to an HBCU, and that's fine. But the things that you do on your PWI campus, just know that that other group of people is going to pick it up gonna be some what was that show what was that movie bring it on type shit yeah 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 I know you didn't think a white girl made that shit up (laughs) so let me let me ask you let me ask you this so as a black person and I'm not talking for myself but I'm just saying as in in general as a black person that goes to a PWI let's say for instance they try to go to HBCU HBCU is like no you gotta pay this money uh, to come here but then the PWI was like oh no we'll give you you know a full ride or at least close enough to it to come to our school and so and now, like, let's just say not this, not this majorette thing here, um, this topic here, but just how what what can we do as black people at a PWI to preserve not only our culture, but just preserve our own sanity at a PWI? Like, is there certain things that we should just keep it on the low? Like, say, for instance, um, if I if I'm a Kappa at a PWI. Like how, like, should I not showcase my, my Kappa gear, my Kappa sw- st- sw- uh, style swag? Like, okay. Like mm-hmm. Kappa was founded at, uh, Kappa was started at HD. I'm sorry, at a PWI. Mm, okay. I, I was researching last week and I found out that the, um, Kappa actually came from a PWI, but of course these are black people that started it. Mm. Interesting. So, I mean, you can't really do nothing about that. <laughs> okay. And I don't, I don't see fraternities and sororities the same as her making a dance squad. Mm, okay. I saw people making that comparison, but I just felt like they were, you know, kind of different. Everything. But okay. I, I encourage all the black students at a PWI to find your people. You know what I'm saying? Like everywhere I go, I find my people. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I agree. And that's just it. That's it. Yeah. It just, it like, just, it so I'm not good. mad at her. I'm not mad at her about it. I just felt like, okay, when the white people start doing it, them access to that shit. Okay, well let me let me say this. Let me ask let me um ask you this question then. Okay, say for instance, if she didn't do that and a white in a white group started doing something like that because they saw it on uh they saw they saw HBCU classic game and they saw these majorettes doing it and then they decided to take it for their PWI, like would we be more enraged or what what's the what's the kickback on that? Let's keep it one hundred. 
they can't even make up TikTok for them dances. You think they can make up a dance for And that's the truth. That is that is the truth. They when the black creators on TikTok stopped TikTok was dry as fuck. Do you think these people can create something like that? Absolutely not. But you know what they will try to do? (laughs) They will go online and that's the thing though, they have the reach. They most sometimes they have the reach. And then they'll like braids. Let's take braids for instance. When Kim K come out with braids, oh my god, that's the newest thing. I never seen this hairstyle before. But we know braids is from our ancestors. Yeah. So it's just like I don't, I don't. My thing, I guess. But well, we argue, pay their ass in dust when they do things like that. Let's be real, right? Just like this week, they tried to make lip liner and lip gloss oh, yeah. some sort of lip. Yeah. The white girls said that they made that up. Yeah. When in actuality, the black girls and Hispanic girls been wearing it for shoes. years. Like, so, and we just pay their ass in dust. But <laughs> so then, so then, to my, then my Amanda Perez days. So then, my point, what well, the point I'm trying to get at is, then should we own if we're in a PWI and we create this, if we created this style of dance, this style of uh, of uh, of college, if you will, because this is this is part of college culture, um, and even high school culture, because Reese just talked about it being at um, King. Um, if we own it right away, nobody can take it away from us, even though we're at a PWI. Can we get mad at that? Because we would be more out, outraged if if the white girls do it at their school and then try to claim it and say, oh, we've been doing this for you. We just started doing this. I feel like you have a right to feel how you feel. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Now, can you do anything about it? No. Right. Like, I feel a way about it, but it ain't nothing I can do about it. And like, I'm going right. to go target the girl and the school's like, at the end of the day, those are still our girls. Those are still right. our nieces, nephews. I mean, my nephews, our nieces, our sisters, our daughters. Like, yeah. I wouldn't, I would never do that to black women. So, you know, of course, we may not agree, and that's gonna always be the case. We're not gonna always agree on things. Yeah, no, no that's and that's totally true. And I think that's what makes make black people so great because we're not a monolith. And you know, I I didn't go to an HBCU, and I prefaced that in the episode. And so I really don't know that culture. I know of it from from the outside looking in, um, but I don't know that culture. I have not gone to a HBCU classic game and and saw the band snapping and killing it. I have not, so yeah. I don't have. I, so and I don't I, have. I saw a anymore. lot of black women who went to PWIs, um, saying y'all try to keep uh. HBCUs act like they can only do certain things, but I don't think they understand unless you attend an HBCU and understand how hard we work to get recognition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Like, we work so hard to get these things for other people to take it. Now, if you haven't ever been a part of that culture, you can't say that. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of shit I can't comment on. Like, D9 stuff, I don't comment on that. I'm not in a sorority. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that feels, so I just mind my business and keep scrolling. Mm-hmm. I would never, you know, I would never try to shun our black girls for doing that, but I didn't like it. I'm not going to lie. Nope. And that's just my personal preference. Yep, and we appreciate that. That's fair. We do. See, I knew a person to call. And Auntie, I guess while we have you here, I know you said you're at volleyball practice, but go ahead and shout out um, Strictly from my HBCUs again and tell the people where they can find it. Yes. Um, my brand is Strictly for my HBCUs, and you can find that on all social media platforms at Strictly, the number four, my HBCUs, and my website is Strictly, the number four, my HBCUs.com. Um, strictly for my HBCU came from 
Strictly for my niggas, <laughs> Tupac album. So <laughs> hey. that's where Strictly for my HBCU came from. My college age son actually thought about that, so we just rolled okay. it. Nice. Well, Auntie we thank you so much for your input as always, and you have a blessed rest of your Sunday. Y'all too. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Peace. Sounds a nice great little point. nine minutes. I know that's right. That's a great point. Um, I uh, I want to throw this out here, then I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not even gonna dig into <laughs> it. What do HBCU um people that went to HBCU say to those that is uh, that are not from and not have the HBCU culture because back in the day, and you can you can argue I can argue this. But back in the day, HBCUs were for the middle class black people and the poor class black people didn't have access to even the HBCUs because they just didn't have the money. And they were kind of shut out because they were ghetto and they were considered ghetto. You sound like them, uh, them people that talk about slavery and they'd be like, well, black people were selling slaves, too. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 Jesus, that's a different thing. That's a whole different thing. It's clearly different, but that's what you sound like. No, no. I'm just saying. Well, we did it too. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just you saying. I'm trying to hear. Yeah, I was HBC. like, what's, I'm trying to hear the point. The point is that I'm making. I get his is point, that, but it's, that's what it sounds like. The point I was making is that a lot well, no, of even HBCUs, even a sometimes even HBCUs did not allow because we we think that HBCUs is for just black people, but it wasn't. Yeah, like when Rosa Parks set her ass people. on the bus when Claudette Colvin sat on there first, but she was a young right. teen mom, so they was so, like, um, I just want to throw that out there that. We said that HBCUs <laughs> is for all black people, but at a certain point in time, it was just only for a middle class black folks that had, you know, had just enough money to kind of do their own thing and not. And it was still niggas, but you know, they still had enough I'm money to do their thing. Give me a hammer tone, the little and hammer. Then, yeah, and I, I got that from. Um, say ah, irrelevance. <laughs> irrelevance. Um, what movie? Uh, uh, the Spook was sat at the door. Um, mm-hmm. the the main character in that book was like. He didn't like the middle class black people because they thought they were white and they were still niggas. But they sh- they turned their noses down at the the poor black people that didn't have an education or couldn't afford one. Um, I mean, that makes sense. But I think mm-hmm. that's a whole nother black people problems we got to get through. Yeah. That's just in general, too. Where and, you, I, you know, you, and I you say, have the and the reason why I just mentioned that is because um, a lot of HBCU graduates are upset at this woman for bringing it to a PWI. But. What if she couldn't get into an HBCU? And we don't know that. We we don't know if she could. Yeah, and I just think like before I call Auntie E, like she said, she's not trying to gatekeep. Yep, I think it's a, it's, too, it's yeah. a sense of, uh, you know, it's a sense of this is mine, yeah. this is ours. So like she said, she's still part of our community, but it's just tough to tough to swallow when you know like it's so many, it's so much history of yeah. um, others. Yeah, and it won't be, that, it probably won't so. be appreciated by other people either. Yeah. I just think if they do it right, they'll be all right, I guess. Whatever that means. <laughs> Doing it right means. Um, okay, great. Secondly, I just wanted to mention um the Jeffrey Dahmer doc. Ooh. Um, I episode one sixty seven I talked about and this was I think May of twenty twenty because I had to search my notes here because I know I talked about it. Um, there was an ID channel doc, because I think that uh, Brittany Murphy had a doc on there too about her life. So I think somehow I ended up watching the Dimer doc that came on after. And um, the doc itself, if you go back and listen to 167, I'm pretty sure I talked about it in depth. But 
it's more, you know, factual mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And if you're not into the reenactments or whatever, that's available to watch. And I think it was great because it had the actual two women they talked about. I think their mother passed away or the grandmother. Um, one, of, one of the guys was on there that got caught by him, um, Dahmer. And yeah, just they played the actual tapes and stuff like that, too. So I'm saying that to say I know I talked about it before, but I just wanted to know you guys' thoughts. Whether you watched it or not, I know a lot was going around on Twitter, Facebook, um, things like that. And let me just say this for people who may not know, but probably <laughs> or should. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer was a um, sick serial killer um, that was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He did have some roots in uh, in Ohio as well, too. Um, I think that's where he killed his first person. Um, yeah, he yeah. killed um, a bunch of people. He started when he was staying with his grandmother and continued on when he lived in a um, apartment building which was I think it was off Highland and 27th Street somewhere in Milwaukee in a predominantly black or mixed area but predominantly black neighborhood which probably wasn't the richest area um, so in a sense it's kind of like he may have preyed on some of these people in addition to him just being a sick fuck um, and I know a lot of people at the time and in general you know you don't really hear too much about Milwaukee um, but that's me growing up I would say I think I learned more so about Dahmer through like stand-up comedy and then you do your Googles and you like, oh, <laughs> damn, this is what they know about Milwaukee? And this is old comedy from, I remember Martin talked about this on You So Crazy and that came out in 94. So, um, yeah, just 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 that. It's, and I, I guess I'm bringing it up too because clearly it kind of hits close to home because that's where we're from. So, yeah. thoughts? Um, I didn't have a chance to watch yet. Um it's been interesting seeing all the posting comments because literally everybody is talking about Milwaukee, even people that are not from there. Um, and I'm not used to seeing people talk about Milwaukee so much. Um, it is a little shocking that people our age are like, Oh my God, this hits really close to home. I'm like, where did y'all think this was happening? I don't know. Um, I haven't really tuned in. I don't know if I will. Um, I've heard, stories just about him being sick um i think the one that i can remember the most is when um i don't even want to get it wrong but basically like he had somebody and like the police just totally ignored it um yeah yeah asian guy that's that 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 makes me sick to my stomach to even think about um because i think his pictures floating around facebook right now um but Mm -hmm. i yeah I i just think it's uh interesting that a lot of people are like oh now now people know where milwaukee is and i'm like this is y'all wanna well they said that when the books exactly let's 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 keep it there but yeah moanje um man listen (laughs) i was watching that and let me tell you something i could barely eat oh man um watching that show because i was just be strategic with that yeah you gotta be very strategic. gotta catch a scene when he's talking to his grandma or right right or or, or miss uh what's her name miss glinda and yeah. so um yesterday actually i was with my brother and we were uh going over the uh the historical some of the historical facts of the movie and trying to figure out like you know what was kind of fabricated and what was kind of this and that and um mm-hmm. of course you know they had a centralized not movie i'm sorry tv series you gotta you know kind of you know spice it up a little bit but um it was, and I, asked, I had to call my grandmother. I said, "Hey, I was born '91, so I, you know, I was during that time um, when he was actually, I believe, prosecuted, um, and um, and so 
like what was the vibe? What was the feeling of and everybody, she was like everybody was scared. She's like, I worked 10, 10 blocks wow. from you know where he was. And I'm just like, that's not far. <laughs> so um and so but you know, not fortunately, but it was he wasn't targeting black women. He was targeting gay black males who I mean he was gay too. Yeah, and he was gay too. And but historically during that time that was you could be a black man and then a gay black man was right under. And then of course you got woman and then probably lesbian woman under that. But um it the the thing is is that this man was nasty. He was biting and, and he was biting people, eating eating people, creating meals uh, with people body parts had um acid tanks of uh, getting rid of the spot. Like this man was sick. This is a sick individual. He bought things he bought he bought items to literally kill people with and they were trying to get this man off in a, in a sense like they were getting like the family was trying at least from the story perspective they were trying to get this man off trying to plead plead insanity so you don't get you know we didn't have the death penalty but like they were doing things to try to get this man off and that's just nothing but pure white privilege to say hey we're just going to get you out we're, we're you know yeah you did all these heinous things these heinous acts but we're going to try our best to get you out off and it's just sick man it's just sick Six 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 six. Did you six. did you finish it or you just watched? Um, yeah, I did. Okay. I watched. I, I was I watched it spotty. So I I, I watched. Um, I watched maybe it was ten episodes. I probably watched maybe four or five of the ten. So I probably watched half mm. of the episodes. But I definitely wanted. To, I stayed up for show to watch. Um, to watch him get killed. <laughs> um, and I never clapped so hard. But because um, it was. I mean, it's bad. I'm sure. And, and you know, and Alasi, I don't know if you know that the character that um, played it. You know that's Pietro from yep. uh, Marvel. That's um yeah, yeah. Evan okay. Peters. He's from American Horror Story. It's very familiar with yeah. him. So I was just like, "What is Quicksilver doing <laughs> here?" But um, but he played that role to the T. He did a great job. Like he did a great job in 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 being Dahmer. Like very great job in being Dahmer. So yeah, um, I um, Sticko. <laughs> I finished it. Um, I think I started it when I was working on Friday. And the first shit, the opening scene, I think I paused it like 12 times. Like, you know, oh my. I'm not really, I'm not really mm. anxious. I'm not an anxiety yeah. person, but I was just giving me like TV anxiety. I'm like, let me pause. Cause, um, um, this is, this is quite interesting. And like, I know, I don't know. I feel like I've, like I said, I watched the doc. I've talked to my mom about it. I remember I text her like, oh, "I'm watching this Dahmer series," and she's like, "I'm sick of his crazy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Period. Oh, and actually, imagine. um, matter of fact, I'm gonna call my mom. I told her I was gonna call her and ask her just so she can give her thoughts. Because to oh, give perspective, great. my mom's was born in '62, so she's Dahmer was born in '60, so she was outside, you know, around the time that mm -hmm. everybody was outside at the time. So, like you said, what your grandmother said, it was a scary time because I was texting my aunt and she was like, "He left a dark cloud over Milwaukee." Yeah. So. Let's see what you guys say. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great call. Okay, Grams. The first time I'm having her on the pod. Hello. <laughs> Grams, what's the tea? Call it Grams because my niece called it Grams. It's addicting. Hello. <laughs> hey, Grams, what you doing? Oh, nothing. Get my clothes on. Get ready to get up out of here in a little bit. You and his voice is hilarious. Um, I told you I was gonna call you. I just wanted to know, like, what you remember. Well, first of all, I got Mawanja and Lassie here. Say hello hey. to you guys. Hey, my hey. voice cracked. So, um, 
I wanted to know like your thoughts about like Dahmer and the time in Milwaukee. Cause like I gave him perspective, right? I said you, he was born in 60 and you were born in 62. So y'all like two years apart. And I said that only because like you were outside, like, you know, being young at the same time he was. So I'm sure it was like a scary time. So what, like, what mm-hmm. was it like? And what kind of give us perspe- perspective on, you know, the times back then? Well, the times back then, everybody was, uh, you know, doing their own thing. Wasn't no like going on right now, robbing, stealing, killing, and people trusted each other more back then. Mm. So, but I mean, I'm in saying, regards to Dahmer, like, because I remember we talked about that. But like, what what did he kind of do to kind of, I guess, change that perspective of it? Like, what was it like with him, like knowing that he was killing these people? Like, how was the city like kind of outraged? And what were your thoughts when you heard about it? Oh, people was, of course, they were angry. A lot of people was upset you know this white guy you know staying in a black neighborhood um you know and uh they thought he was just you know staying in neighborhoods to you know hurt people without you know knowing you know he, he really didn't fit in but they didn't know that at the time you know mm. but i think he i think he was just out to um you know gather black men together and you know take them to his house and Mm. And you know, and just get a weird, get you know, murder them like that. You know, like they really wouldn't be missed or whatever. You know, that's but, a um, perspective. What yeah. um, did you know of, or anybody that like lived in the area, or anybody that got killed, or like you know, I, I know somebody who cousin. Like, was that kind of the thing going around back then? Like this person we know got killed or whatever or anything like that. Do you recall? Yeah, it was one guy with the. I think he went to Folden in Riverside. His name was Tony. I'm, I think his last name. It was so long ago. Tony Sears, I think. Oh, yeah, he, uh, yeah. I think Dahmer said yeah. he was real pretty or something. Something weird. I, yeah, I remember that. Hmm. Yeah, he's a light skinned guy. He um he was on one of Jeffrey Dahmer's lists too. You know. Mm. Yeah, and, but he went to <laughs> your high school, Riverside, right? Yeah, he went to Riverside. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I believe he went to Fulton too. Yeah. Can may I ask yeah, a question? He, uh, oh, sorry. Oh yeah, another guy too. He uh he lived on Holden. Uh, I can't remember his name. He, he got him too. He was like Mexican or Puerto Rican, one of the two. Mm. Yep. So he um uh, he kind of knew what he was doing, you know. Yeah. He searched and picked them out, you know. Do you remember like um? Well, let me. Well, hold on. Moanje wants to ask you a question. Go ahead, Moanje. So, do you recall like the the tension with the Milwaukee MPD at the time? Like the police department, Milwaukee Police Department. Was there a lot of pressure and and protests against the Milwaukee Police Department before and then obviously after? But what was it like after um they we found after everybody found out that Jeffrey Dahmer was the one that did all this? Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of people, you know, in the industry was you know. Really upset. I think that has something to do. Uh, let me see. I think that what's his name? Ernest Lacey had got killed. A lot of you know black people got killed, and they feel like the Milwaukee police department didn't care. You know, mm-hmm. like like what did they do? He, he turned them over. Uh, this one lady was saying that Dahmer did this, and Dahmer. They, she tried to tell him. You know, she could have they could have saved the one young man. They just gave him back and believed that he was one of his homosexual mm-hmm. buddies. You know, so they really weren't looking out. You know, for the inner city. I don't think they really cared back then. You know, a lot of black people. You know. We're, and we're really angry uh, with the Milwaukee Police Department. They still don't care so. now. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then from your point at the beginning, because like I always talk to my mom about this, y'all, she always said the city was just different. Like outside of the Dahmer thing, just there wasn't a lot of killing. It was just mm-hmm. everybody was kind of having fun. Just like some of the areas yeah. she tell me she going and kick it in. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> you <can> do that <laughs> now. <laughs> Lord have mercy. This, the, woo, that's a risk. What'd you say? What'd you say? No, I thought you. I thought you said something. 
Oh, no, no. It was more calm back then. We would go out, we would party all night. We would go to, like, uh, they used to have a, a, a burger joint on Fonda Rack. Can you imagine going on Fonda Rack when bars closed? Hey, no, nobody, you don't try to hurt nobody. We would leave the bars. Yeah, we go to after set, like on keys, like different keys. And <laughs> right now, you definitely can do anything like that. You know? emerging, no, you can't. Tell them, can you, can you tell them where Mr. J's was at first? It was over on Ho- off of Holton and um, Center. It was on Center back then. Center between Holton and I think there's Booth right there. Yeah, that's where we used to the party back then after high school. Somewhere around 82, 83, 84, all up in the 85. Then we had a club downtown. I think it was Papa Gow. We had the Galaxy over on, on Fratney and mm. like Concordia. You know, but there was nothing wrong. We'd go there party all night long. And sometimes people would just, you know, say walk, walk home from the club and nobody would bother you. Uh, nothing. Right now, you can even, you can do nothing like that without somebody pulling up on you on the ride. You know? Mm. But sometimes people ask you for a ride and take you home. People mm. just peaceful back then. Would, would you, you say, right would you say dumber, not necessarily the sole reason, but what was from from now looking at that 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 time when you were able to have you know just really be able to kick it and have a great time and not really worry and people trusting each other to now where mm-hmm. those areas and locations we are we are all over here cringing like Oof, we would never <laughs> but what could you say was the shift like was Dahmer part of that and then what else could have contributed to contributed to that being unsafe now. Like the violence in the city, like yeah. what do you think started to? What do you think made it worse compared to when you grew up, or mm-hmm. what's making it worse? Uh, guns, guns, Ooh, guns, gun violence. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, like, right. Back back then, nobody. Uh, you could admit, of course, you couldn't care. People got caught with knives and stuff like that. Like guns, just just robberies, all this stuff. When they let guns, you have you know, um, you know how you get your gun license, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm. That did that changed the whole wow. program. People just. Came out the woodwork, just robbing and stuff. My goodness. Pull up on your rob, you know. That's a we good didn't thing. have nothing like that. That's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, a good, that's a good question. So, not to cut you off, but were were people like getting their gun license back then? Was that a thing? Because I feel like that's the kind of a new thing. Like in Texas, I mean, that's whatever. But back home, I feel like it was a thing yeah. that's kind of started 10, 15 years ago. So, back in the 80s, was people getting their gun license? Or was that a no, no, we didn't have none of that. None of that. None of that. We were walking. We would walk from here to there. So I remember one time we walked from 30 and Burl, like to Holton, you know, all the way down the hole. We just having fun and stopping here, stop by a friend house on 27. Nobody bothers you. But now, you know, when the guns came out, they went crazy with this robbery. The robbery, so, you know, ever since I can't remember what year people started, you know, getting their gun rights or whatever. But when they let that out, um, it got crazy. People want to shoot back at the cops. You, you never heard anything like that in 85. People was respectable. They said, you get out the car, you get out the car. So you do this, you do that, you know, you follow the rules. Now they don't want to even follow the rules, you know. Yeah. But it really messed everything up. My last question for you, since we own this, do you remember like a lot of tension between the police, like outside of like gun violence, just like, you know, because you mentioned, what's his name? Ernest Lacey? Because I think I texted you about that. Yeah. Yeah, like that type of situation. Do you remember hearing a lot about like that back then or what was the the relationship between blacks and the police? Oh, yeah, there's always been a relation, you know, bad relation with the Milwaukee Police Department because we'd have a, a chief back in the past, like Chief Breyer, and he was bad. That was back in the 70s, whatever. Then right now, you know, uh, during Darwin times, we had like, the, I think the 90s or whatever, Ernest Lacey got killed or whatever, late 80s. Um, there's always been black uh, tension with black, you know, even that going back, going back to uh, like the 60s and stuff like that. You know, Milwaukee Police Department had a, 
had a bad reputation of treating black folks, you know, wrong. You know, they always had, you know, a reputation of not caring, you know, mm-hmm. in the city. Damn. Well, this has yeah, been interesting. Yeah. Well, Mother, I thank you so much for thank your you. conversation. Um, I will call you L A. Her. Okay. <laughs> All right, bye. Y'all take care. Bye. Thank you too. Now, bye bye. My mom is funny when she put on that voice. Like, you know, damn well. <laughs> <laughs> no, that you know, was, that dog on well. That was very. Insightful. I agree. Man. No, yeah. I, th- I think I think the perspective is different because that's why I like when I be texting y'all I know I'd be like yeah whatever but when you hear it from somebody that's like in that age group too yeah. and that was like outside outside, outside on home like it's <laughs> yeah like because she t- would tell me like they would walk to Riverside like you can't walk you know from th- this point A to point B to school now yeah like, it's crazy you might yeah. get jacked. like and that's I think that's even anywhere I remember what's her name essence acts it was something i was watching about her years ago she from new york she was saying her mama would put her on the bus to school by or the train to school by herself she was like seven you know <laughs> you it's so that. funny because i was just telling mccoy that when we started um when we started going to the school that's in i think is it parkland um one of those little areas but my mom had us on the bus well she started off with taxis but i was definitely like nine eight or nine and my brother was seven and we the taxi thing got too expensive. So she ended up um, just teaching us how to ride the city bus. And we only had to catch the 62, just go straight up Capitol, get off on Sherman, Sherman and mm-hmm. walk down. But like, I was like, nowadays, never. Absolutely not. No, no. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, no, you can't do that now, boy. Woo. That's the first thing my mama said. You can't do that shit no more. <laughs> no. Just, anything, anything she said will go back to that. You can't do that no more. Like anything. Because I, I even think about mm-hmm. just growing up, like how much we used to ride our bikes and just be mm-hmm. free. Like I'll be, like, my mom probably wouldn't hear from, from us in Man. 10 hours and she'd be gone. And nothing yeah. would happen. But like, I remember the difference in my niece, like even playing in the back, you know, you looking outside, she right there. Like you couldn't even, I'm like, wow, yeah. I used to be all up and down Hampton going over here and Sad. stopping at Walgreens. Hey, you want me to take them takes? We used to take the shit back to Blockbuster <laughs> 4, even though she wanted to do it. We like, we outside. She's like, okay, well, cool. We drop it, have fun. Just us as kids. Right. Just yeah. Being able to go through the traffic lights, you know, without somebody speeding through and being crazy. So... Yeah, we're just living in different times. Yeah, and um, it's just a testament to what your mom's saying because a lot of people that lived um, during that time in Milwaukee, I mean, they say the exact same thing. You could mm-hmm. kick it, have fun, no problems, and you would have a great time. You Like you say, you'll hear crime he littered here and there, but it wasn't a big thing. People cared about each other. People wanted pe- other people to you know help each other out. Nowadays, mm-hmm. man, you got to keep it moving because if a ball rolling in the middle of the street and you driving down, man, you keep going because you don't know if that's a man, you don't mm-hmm. know. And that's and that's sad. It is sad, and that's perspective too. Because think about like her saying, you can get a ride from somebody back in the day, like without some thinking somebody trying right. to be weird. Like if you yep. walking on the side of the road, think about you running the gas in your car. Somebody yep. you need help? I'm straight. <laughs> you don't even, you don't even got to help your phone dead. Right. Like, I'm good. Yeah, everything. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. And that's perspective yeah. to even the Dahmer thing. So imagine that right. being that and then that happening. And that can that could even add to the shift too. It's like, damn, we can't, can't even trust nobody. You no, know, we already got these tension. Yeah. And then it's already, you know, maybe some race mm-hmm. tension too, without even being a police thing. So then that happens. So people gotta be furious. And I do wanna um we have a conversation about it. I do wanna definitely mention the families of the mm. victims. People yes. were just popping up like that was my cousin, or I don't they never really said the specific relationship, but this is my family member. 
and you know it's sick that they would make this movie mm. and we're all grieving or this tv series excuse me and things like that and i seen somebody else um mention that too on facebook like if y'all keep bringing up this stuff i'm deleting y'all off top like i don't even want to deal Ooh. with it and it, who knows if that was my family i would be furious yeah. too yeah. so interesting watch like i said if you don't want to watch it definitely just watch the doc because you'll get like more factual details and more real stuff so prayers to everybody involved let's move on to random shit of the week slash weekly revelations anybody got any flowers for this week i'll be real quick with mine um i gotta give another shout out to atl atl been hitting uh, <laughs> by week um i really enjoyed the uh young white avatar episode that just passed out that was crazy um, that just came through it's good here. though um very but it was like the 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 topics of um of these show of this show was like in order to be successful, and then that's how um, Paperboy got his Grammy through a, a young white avatar helping out a young white avatar, and then the white avatar died due to an overdose. And this is like <laughs> what? And that's what be happening sometimes. These white um, rappers, so to speak, come into our industry, and then they try to do the same thing that we're doing and 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 die from it. Um, and even the and I know we weren't recording during this time frame, but even talking about the. Um, the um uh, what's it the thing the thing the the rapper that was a um animatronic uh, uh the rapper that was uh basically nft if you oh will. oh um, um you talking about that yeah but well he wasn't I, an nft he was you talk about the he was an avatar that got signed the avatar but they they yeah, dropped him signed, for yeah. ai mm-hmm. did he say something i don't i don't know but i know he got dropped the, the, uh, the black people had black people were pissed because he was the worst of our culture. He had tattoos and he was talking about drugs and lean and, and all this type of stuff like that. And then Capitol records, I believe signed Stupid asses. Him. and yeah. And they signed him, and then they had to let him go. And then, and the rapper and it was just ridiculousness. So I said, I have to say ATL has really been hitting on some great topics, um, and revol- involving culture. Um, and then I have to give uh, my shout out to, um, the um just 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 the week in general um just going through the week creating um healthy habits i'm reading this book actually about or listening to this book rather about habits i mean uh, i think it's called atomic habits and um a really great read on just how to build um not not habits itself but systems Mm. and i think that's the big thing building systems around it because a lot of times with our habits we try to go hard we were like oh i'm gonna try this i'm gonna do that but if you build the system around your habits then you won't fail because there's there's something that's there that's stable a foundation that's there so um and so yeah it talks about not building not setting goals but creating systems to set the goal the goal is what you want to achieve but the system is how you get there and it really focuses on the system so um i really appreciate that and and yeah i got a lot of a couple other books that are in my um in my tank that i gotta listen to that's what's up can can i ask you real quick did you like the last season of atlanta I did. I like. I loved it when they were in okay. Amsterdam and Europe. Um, yeah, a couple, a lot really of people good, didn't like it. You know? I I loved every I episode. Every episode, yeah. the messages behind it and everything. The hands. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna get my flowers too. I finally watched rap shit. Um, it was really really good. Um, Tyler mm-hmm. James Williams from Everybody Hates Chris or Greg from um, Abbott Elementary. Um, Ari Lennox Age Sex Location album, Beyonce Renaissance album, and Carisha Please. And I really at first I didn't know if I would like Carisha Please. I don't know why. But after I watched a couple episodes, 
her I just I don't know it's something about that show that I'm just like I see why kind of at first I don't know it was it seemed more sexual than anything at first but after watching a few episodes and just hearing how she talked uh with some of the girls and I watched the Megan Thee Stallion and Sweetie episode so I didn't see either one with uh I didn't see any of the ones with guys but it just seems like a lot of sisterhood going on. They really just sitting there calling each other fine and <laughs> talking about shit. Um, and I was, I don't know. I'm, I'm rocking with uh, Risha on this little show. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked her episode with Mulatto. I didn't really, I love Sweetie, but I'm not really one of them people that'd be like, it was boring, but it was kind of boring compared <laughs> to some of the stuff we got. She was a little tight she was she was and i appreciate that because i am i'm I'm her so i get it but as, right. a, as a consumer um yeah. no but I, I love sweetie no shade but i love i understand that but yeah um i just watched lotto's friday that was a good episode she's very open except for telling us who her man yeah. is but um again sounds like me but yeah i love that episode um only one i didn't watch was kevin gates yeah because I, I don't really i don't I care mean, for him he, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah but i didn't i, I, I think i pretty you. much mm. i think i pretty much saw everything else um my flowers this week are gonna go to um this summer i read a book it was weird i think i was doing something in the area and um you know houston got everything everywhere so i was it was just barnes and nobles so i was like let me go in barnes and nobles and take it back to my roots where i just go into the store and just find a book and grab it that's less than ten dollars um so i found this book um it's by uh melba patillo bills called warriors don't cry um, she was basically one of the little rock nine and I don't know. I just like to get perspective from people. Like you hear about them in the group or you hear about it from the book or a documentary, but just kind of reading their perspective is interesting. And some of the shit she said they was doing in the book. I don't think you would ever get in the doc. You'll get the, we got a hit. We got punched. She was saying people were spitting on her, throwing acid in the eyes. They My were goodness. downright dirty. And just hearing, cause you can hear in detail, like what the day was like. Cause for, to, for me, when they talk about the Little Rock Nine going to school, in my mind, it's one day that right. we're hearing about. This was like Every day. days, Damn near. like days that they were in just to hear it in detail and how they you couldn't do nothing. Even the National Guard that they had in there couldn't protect you like they could be there with you, but people could still That's do sickening. what they want. It was a mess. And sh- it was I'm just going to tell you all one story because it, it pertains to where we are in life now, how shit hasn't changed. <laughs> and it could be subconsciously to some people. She was saying that um, it was one guy. It was like one guy that really wanted to kill her. Like was Jesus. on her ass. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat you. Like doing all this little shit. I'm slit you. Like didn't give a fuck type shit, right? So you know, it, and Little Rock Central is a huge high school. So she was saying, you know, you dream to go there because they all went to like mm-hmm. the black high school. So she was like, you know, I guess this is some you know time into them already being in the school. I think her one friend had got kicked out because. Something happened, and I'll let y'all read it. But yeah, once she got kicked out because her tray like flipped up in the air, and then it, I think it hit the dude in the face, and you know they try to blame her, and she she already like you know got a little rough with him before, not rough, but like how they try to say rough. So she she was out of here. They shipped her ass to New York with some rich you know black folks. She was like, I'm good. So Melba was like, damn. <laughs> anyway, so she was already my point in saying that she was already kind of like, damn, I got to go back to school, and I think it was after like one of the breaks or something, Christmas break or something. So she said she wasn't subconscious. Subconsciously, she wasn't paying attention because she went into the wrong side of the building because, you know, where you especially, you know, where you are. Mm-hmm. So she's like, she walking down the street. She's like, oh, fuck, this is the side where they be at. 
So she said she walking down the street, same dude and his crew like, Melbourne, beat your ass, whatever, whatever term they was using. She said she just started footing it. So she said, no, she was just standing there. And then she said it was this white guy in the car. And these other people behind him are like running. So she like, she's so scared. She's standing there shaking. And she said, dog standing in front of her by his car, like, you better run. So then he, so she wouldn't move because she was so scared. She had her books. And he was like, look, I'm going to give you the key. My keys are in the car. Just hop in and run and just go. And she like thinking like, you a white dude. What the fuck I'm going to look like? Nah, it's going to look like you stole my car. I stole your car. So she like, I'm trying to think. And he was like, look, they getting closer. I'm going to call you a nigga. But go. So, of course, they get closer. He trying to act like he on their team. So she literally gets in this white dude's car and pull off. So she go home. It wasn't funny, but she's like, I pulled up. I knocked down the fence. My <laughs> uncle was working out. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, her mom and grandma come on. So what the fuck going yeah, on? Who are you in? They weren't saying this. <laughs> Yeah, this this is my language, not theirs. So oh. she's like, um, they cousin like that back then. No, no, well, they probably were cousin, but you know, they at that time you have I like to the look Reese Berry, the, the little Reese Berry fling. Yeah, you fling. Ha- <laughs> right. You have to have the aesthetic of you know, you know, right. what we talked about. And to add context, her mom was one of the first or the first person to graduate from like a black oh, wow. college, or, mm-hmm. not a black college, a college in um in uh, oh. Arkansas. So yeah, she um she was a teacher. So anyway, um, she was raised by her, her grandma and her mom. And she had a little brother. And I think her parents were divorced, to give context. So anyway, so she get out of the car. And her grandma, what the fuck going on? So she like, after she told him who cars, you know, her grandma, you know, born in the late 1800s. Like, or who, who what? You did what? And she like, oh, I, he told me I had to go or whatever. So dog, everybody knew their phone number. So dog called her like, look, meet me over here you know drop the car off just it's gonna be a busy place anybody gonna notice just leave the keys and i just walk off whatever cool so you know her grandma whatever take her down there and she get out say it worked trans transaction went smooth whatever so he, he kept calling her day in and day out like okay this is what they plan to do tomorrow mm. tomorrow they're gonna meet you at the locker they're gonna put they're gonna put a bomb in your locker type shit don't even stop just go Damn. on class so he was giving her tips and at this time the national guard already left so she kind of started to confide in her national guard mm. person even though he couldn't do nothing but he still was kind of like run but he couldn't he white so even if like, it was just, it's weird to have somebody there with you but somebody still gonna spit right. in your face like that's right. crazy to me so he was already gone so she like by herself now so he kept calling her her grandma kind of like i don't know how i feel about him telling you what to do because he might be shady and i'm thinking that too like oh lord please don't let him be crazy so they kept talking they kept talking fast forward he kind of ended up being legit so from so i thought at this point so mm. time comes where he's like um he called her like mel but i need you to come with me somewhere meet me over here and she like meet you where bro like the fuck i can't just be meeting right. you white dude so he like you know they can do what they want type shit he's i'm gonna yep. pull up over here in the area she like what the fuck so i whatever she's like this is the first time she has ever lied to her grand her grandmother her mother her first time ever lying so she said she go around the corner, meet him. He pick her up. She said he got her like in a slum, like the black area slum. She's like, so my first thought was like, fuck you. Right. Over here. right. And second of all, it's kind of sketchy. So he was like, well, um, and she, he was already telling her before, like the reason how he kind of got acclimated, which sounds crazy to black people was because they had um, his parents have a um, he had a nanny type shit and she was black. Oh, so that's why how he was saying like, so I was like, okay. So anyway, so it pertains to this because he was like, well, my parents fired our nanny and, you know, and she was already a nanny with like these, these, 
this woman raised my dad or my mom, one of mm. his people. Like she been around for a long time. Like she was like, in in my terms, this is basically what he told her. She was like a gift to my parents when wow. they got married. Mm. So wow. she came with us. So he pulled up to her house. She was like, her house looked like a old, like run down, like it's bad, the slums. She said, but her house clean. Like it's clean, but it just looked bad. She said, they get in there. He was like, yeah. And he had groceries in the trunk for her. He was like, yeah, she won't listen to me. I think something's wrong. Like my parents don't care. Woody, woody, woo. They just fired her and because she's sick and they don't know and they don't care. And she's like, so I need somebody that's going to come in here and tell her, like, get help. And she like, I'm okay. So she's like, they go in there. She's like, you can tell she's sick or whatever, but she's still up and moving. So she's like, I'm going a, I'm to a make sure you get help. Woody, woody, woo. They, you know, put, a, put away the groceries. And she was like, she kind of saw, like, where he came from. So they got back in the car. They was leaving. And he was explaining to her, like, you know, I love this lady. She raised me. I'm in high school now. My parents, they, I don't understand it. And they just try to tell me it's the way it is. And this is the part that I was getting to that pissed me clean the fuck off. And I wish I remembered the page. <laughs> he, he basically said that she was like, well, why don't your parents care? He was like, I don't know. And he was like, I asked my dad, like, like, why don't you try to get her help? Like, she seems like she's sick and I don't know what's wrong. His daddy basically told him, like, well, you can't you you can't spoil niggers. Like, otherwise they'll feel otherwise they'll feel as if they're entitled to special health care, special help. Right. And, and they're strong. They're strong. So you yep. can't you can't do that. They're strong. They'll figure it out. Like, but you can't spoil niggers. And I. And that just took me out. Like I put the book down and got up and started pacing back for And it reminded me of when Serena Williams went yep. into the high, all the yep. people, but Serena to have that much yep. money and to keep telling somebody that you feel like something is wrong. And then they finally yep. found out that you have a blood clot in your yep. leg and you are mm. Serena Williams with all the money and all the, the accolades. And they think because you're strong. And what did I just say? He said, they are strong. And it makes me think of where we are in society today. Still there. Some of the, like, it's a, that's what I'm going to get my flowers to. Sorry. It's another doc on, um, real quick. It's on Hulu. It's about three or four different. It's a, from a guy's It's from everybody's perspective. But it's these men who've lost oh. their women, black men and women, because of I the healthcare that, system dropping me, a ball on it them. It made me nervous. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. watched it some months ago. But it's really good. Check it out. And some of it, one of the people live in Houston and some people is up in New York, that area. But it's from their perspective and then from the parent and it's just interesting and they running the tape back and just trying to figure out what what went wrong in the healthcare system so that it kind of reminded me of all of that like well shit that's what they really think and i yep. and i said this at the beginning it could be subconscious now but to tell people or to feel like oh they're strong that was insane to me so when yep. she was saying some of that stuff in the book it made her feel bad of course she went home talked to her grandma sent their doctor over there they found out wow. she had cancer mm. and wow. she ended up dying and then people didn't give a fuck. She was a nanny for them since for years. They, the, the daddy or the mama was a kid. So I just thought it was crazy. But it was an amazing book. It was only like $7. Um, and you can probably hear it too. She's still living. Um, and she's probably... And think about it. They are only... If they're still living, because I think only one person passed, they are only 80 wow. years old. Wow. 80 years old. Um, the only part that threw me off, she married... Not, <laughs> not, it didn't throw me off, but she married a white man. And she said like... Something at the end that kind of threw me. She just like she felt like he kind of protected her more than any more more than her father or uncles or somebody could. And I understood it, but it was like uh, I mean, yeah. probably the, it made mind, me mad. the mind trick. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, just thinking about like you know what we know about trauma and how that can affect you. I could see, especially yeah. with this after you told this story about how this white man kind of helped her out. I could see why she 
mm-hmm. would feel that way. Um, it, I guess it is kind of still like what, but I can I can understand. Yeah, I get it. It yeah. just pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I, the black men at the time were considered quote unquote powerless, and you can argue yeah. a little bit of that. I today, mean, it, but it, you, what what do you gonna do really when you powerless. see a white man when you see a white man um, coming with thousands of white men or if any, a, a group of white men coming? Yeah, black I, I understood her point. Yeah. It just pissed me off to yeah. read. And it was at the very end too because yeah. she ended. She told a story before about they were in a grocery store and her dad. I think they tried to change the prices like right what when they were at the line and they looking like this is all we. It was something that happened and her dad and her mom and then the dude was just kind of like get out of here, nigger, because that was like the only store they can even shop at and they were just and she was like she was a kid. And she even told a story about when she was walking home from school, dude tried to rape her, and like the neighborhood bully say it was crazy shit that as a kid, and she said he pulling on her her skirt like, yeah, you niggers aren't gonna go to school with my kids, like I'm gonna do this and this. T-. It was like, so I'm like you hear the stories, but when you see the details, yeah. it's just be, like just from one Sicko. perspective at a time, it it just and I feel bad for the lady. Remember Elizabeth Eckford, the one the one that was at school by herself, and I never knew the story. She was. They were all supposed to go to school, and be because the because the mobs and everybody mm-hmm. came, um, they called it off. But I guess her phone wasn't working, or they didn't have a phone. To, that's crazy to hear now, but they didn't have a phone, so she still went to school. So that's why she was the only one there. And remember, the, they was like, "Ma'am, what are you, what are you, what are you doing here?" Remember, she had the shades on. She was sitting there, and she just was on the bench, and they were following her. They was gonna kill her, and she was like, "So at the time, she was the only one that didn't know." So that's why when they went to school, so on the first day, her wow. and her mama back to um. Melba, her and her mama was footing it to the point where her mama took off her heels, child. Her mama said, gone without me. She said, I ain't leaving you. Just run into the car. I'm like, what type of shit is this? Like, I couldn't, Sick. I don't know. I just couldn't. Sick. I just couldn't. I couldn't fathom that today, but man, um, I learned about this in school. Like, and look, like, well, look what you had to do. You had to pay a seven dollar book to learn about. I and mean, we, of course, we knew a little, right. a little bit about Little Rock now, but getting that detail. But you had to learn about this on your own and and get and yeah. gather your own stories. And that's why it's so important. And that's why I love podcasting. Is that we got to collect these stories because if we don't, that history dies with the person that lives there. Like, live yeah. with it. Like it's yeah. it's it's really really truly um, sad that. We have to learn this on our own. And like you said, the people that are 80, like we need to record their stories now because once they pass, anybody going to believe it. it, it yeah. It's going to be, and I could see it now in the next 30, 40, 50 years, people are going to be like, oh, America was such this <laughs> wonderful and great place that, oh, slavery, nobody, you know, slavery is a curse word. And you can get fined that. or go to jail for saying the word slavery. Yeah, and, and, and it's we crazy. Don't tell the stories. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because I'm working on something like that now. So that, that's why, I, like, when I read these stories, I just be like, it's probably so much perspective out there yeah. that we're just not getting. And I don't know. That's why, like, I watched this because I remember I talked, I gave it to like the Little Rock Nine. It was something I watched on HBO. Somebody else, I think it was her, and I didn't know that was her homegirl. I got kicked out the school. That <laughs> she was, she showed up at the school and it was still segregated. So she was kind of like, why are y'all still segregated? But it's a whole different problem now. So, yeah. but. Yeah, I don't know. that It was um, a good read. It wasn't that long. Then I went down a rabbit hole and found out some other black. Her name was Daisy Bates, and she was with Thurgood Marshall trying to help them out. And um, she was big in, they, in their um, journey, so I'm going to read her book next. But um, I, I don't know. That shit had me <laughs> like days in and days out getting spit in the face, and you can't do nothing and at I, all? I have a question. I'm assuming, based on some of the movies that I've seen about that were similar, like Ruby Bridges and stuff like that. Their parents aren't allowed to go to school with them, are they? Or is it was a was it more of a thing where the parents were obviously working and couldn't? 
Well, I think it was just the time. So, like, for her, her mom came to school with her the, the first day, but they can't go into school with Because the problem with them when they went to school, the mob and everybody was basically, like, blocking the door. Like, we don't want y'all to go to school. So that's what happened. And I think the governor, I forget his name, of Arkansas, he was using their National Guard for them instead of to be on the other side until um, the president, Eisenhower, was like, look, if you don't fix this shit, I'm going to send in the federal troops, in which he did. Um, so now both of y'all got to figure it out. So he was using his troops. So like their parents were involved, but like you said, going back to the conversation about black men, women, everybody were kind of powerless right. in a sense. Like she even said people in their neighborhood stopped fucking with them, like her old friends. And she said to a point, kind of like what you said, Moanja, she stopped taking it personal just because like in general, everybody living their life, they teenagers. But on top of that, people yeah. were scared. I don't like, want to be associated it, just in case. Right. And her mama lost her job teaching. She was like a, I don't want to say prestigious, but she was a good teacher at her school. And they was just mad because her daughter went to it. And they didn't even, she said she just applied. She was at school and they just was like, anybody want to do it? And she forgot she wow. did it. She said she went up to Cincinnati with her, I think her uncle lived in Cincinnati. And it's crazy to hear that. She was like, I want to move here because there was no racism. She's like, they were playing with white people. Like she said, it wasn't, it was nowhere near what it is. It wasn't in, in um, Little Rock. And I was like, really? Because now, you know, racism kind of just be right. spread out. But to hear like, she was like, I'm trying to get the fuck up out of there. Can I come here? And then she said, right when they was going to go back, they got that phone call that was like, oh, you wanted to, because originally it was like 16 people pick, mm. uh, picked, but only nine of them showed up. So she was like, oh, I forgot yeah. I did that. Her mama was looking like, why the fuck was she <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, what? So they were scared. But no, it's an interesting book. It, like I said, it was only like $8, but shout out to um, Melba Patillo Bills. And then lastly, just podcasts. And then just, I always say, like, I'll just be sitting here thinking sometimes, like, I don't think people really understand, like, how much work goes into just even recording it and, and just having just, I don't know, just having shows and all that stuff and everything. It's quite interesting, but it's so much work that goes into everything outside of it. Just putting it together in production and making sure everything leveled is that's another animal in itself and scripting and content but just the the gist of how air quotes the industry is making it and how it is is so much that really goes into some of these air quotes <laughs> high level productions of different shows and you know murder mysteries and people like that type of shit now um in the podcast format yeah and um i don't think people really it's 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 a lot it's a lot and i've i guess one of my biggest things that i've been doing or, or i tried to do over the last couple of months or year is to just i put myself as a student again in addition to what i know and just kind of paying attention and looking at the details and i don't think people look at the details a lot so i just give it to a podcast and then just understanding what it is to figure it out what i want it to be um and where i want it to go specifically so yeah it's an interesting game here. Um, so shout out to that. Um, listeners, you you didn't send us any of it. It's okay. Let us know if you have any um, any flowers, anything you want to talk about in our random shit of the week segment. Um, so, yeah. Let's move on to dating relationships and sex for you nasty motherfuckers. I just wanted to mention Coach Ime. It don't have to be too much in depth. Um <laughs> It could be playful because we don't know much. It could not be playful. But what are your thoughts on what transpired, how we figured out it transpired? Mm. Just thoughts. Can I rock the boat a little bit? Go ahead. Take it away. So um, Wednesday, 
Wednesday nights are our Bible study nights. And I think this is be after we found this is right before we found out about dog. We had a the topic. So what we do is we have the regular Bible study for like a good 30 minutes. And then the last 30 minutes is like a hot topic. So we've been doing like these hot topics. We've been talking about like homosexuality. We've been talking about abortions. We've been talking about fornication. Um, and then this last topic was about adultery. And he mm. took it from a different perspective. He took it up. He, he took it from a perspective of what could cause and lead up to adultery. And he just did some of the basic stuff like, you know, making sure you keep yourself, you know, upkeep and, you know, making sure you still look presentable and look good. Don't just show up any type of way, but you want to still look great. Um, um, he said using one of the things was using sex as a reward system. A lot of men and women and he never it just excluded it to one group. He said men and women do it often, too. He said that both both do it often where they use it as a reward system. Hey, if you wash the dish and take out the trash, I'm going to eat some. And then you do when the man does it or the woman does it, does whatever her tour is, they don't get they don't get any. And it's like, wait a minute, I just did, you know. So another thing is, is that a lot of times some people don't keep it spicy, don't keep it fun, don't keep it sexy, don't keep it uh, and make it more of a monotonous thing. Now, fast forward here. I don't know all the details. I don't know. And I'm not saying this man should have cheated on her. However, I do say this is I know that they've been engaged for a very mm -hmm. long time. And it seems to me one of two ways back to what Reese said earlier. You got to see both sides. Either he's been trying to get married to her and she keeps saying no. She's not ready yet. I didn't say that. I said two things can be true. <laughs> two things can be true. My bad. Excuse me. You're right. You're right. I want to make sure I quote Miss Barry, Big Barry right. Um, two things can be true. He been trying to marry her and she keeps saying no she's been trying to get married and he keeps saying no two things two things could be true however just because it's near long don't mean that a man can't cheat here we go point blank period people's like it's near long it could be a near long it could be a near song it could be near strong <laughs> near, Shut near, up. Near, a near song <laughs> i don't care <laughs> <laughs> any any Beyonce got cheated on. Beyonce got cheated on. All the single ladies, Beyonce. You make me happy, Beyonce. I'm a survivor, Beyonce. <laughs> uh hip hop hip hop uh Car Carmen Beyonce. Please don't please don't obsessed uh, obsessed Beyonce. I seen a clip from Obsessed <laughs> that I forgot about. She did pretty good yeah, in Obsessed. No, she did. No, she did okay. <laughs> no, she did. I think, but Beyonce is her head, it's her neck because she be like, <laughs> she do. You think I get your shit and get out? <laughs> right. <laughs> Shout out to, I love Beyonce. Not today. I think she did like, good in Obsessed. Like, uh, I just, I just but yeah. she tried. Yeah, she well, get I mean, on that yeah, cage I, I, I stage and, so, uh, I, you know, it's Beyonce. That's the point. Period. It's Beyonce. It I, I'm wasn't just me saying, queen. Beyonce still got cheated on. Come on, Jay. So that's my two. Cents. And so did you, please. <sighs> I, I mean, yeah, yeah. It could be a more on J K Say Lay. Hey, we all got hey, cheated hey. on. <laughs> We've got cheated on, but I, I just say that to say, it's not right. It's near long. 
Okay, well, um, I just want to start by saying that first and foremost, I really think that we should be giving our sports attention uh, scandal, our sports scandal attention to Brett Favre and what the hell he got going uh, on. Yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> Absolutely right. Great. I mean, we did last week, so. We did? Mm. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I haven't, everybody on the net is like, where, where's all the rah-rah about what he's doing? But, um... Um, I think it's pretty sad and sick. Um, yes, women get cheated on every day. And yes, they have been engaged for a really long time. But I just, it will never sit well with me, no matter who you are, about cheating. Like, if you don't want, if you want to step out of your relationship, then just say that. Um, give people the option. If When you take that option away from people, whether I know you or not, it kind of makes me just... And I know it might not matter, but mm, I don't really, really have any respect for you um, when you do stuff like that. And yes, I know my respect may not mean much, but um, I just, I just don't, I just see it as some, some weak, weak shit. So um, uh, I will say this though. I know a lot of people were speculating, well, Women are mad now, blah, blah, blah. Y'all going to be even mad when Nia stays. If she stays, she stays. If she don't, well, good for her. But I just think when it comes to him cheating, it's kind of sad. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. Because I, what I will say is I think I do remember. Um, uh, I didn't see what he said initially, but it was probably like, about Ime, Matt Barnes came out and said something mm. about him um, being fired and, you know, basically it happened every day, be um, in the sports type shit or whatever. People date people, just give them a fine and call it a day. It but then he came out, deleted the video and was just like, hey, um, somebody called me and told me basically there's basically he said there's more to the situation. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to backtrack that. And somebody made an interesting point. Like, hey, if Matt, if Matt, Matt Barnes ain't down with it, then it's, it's a problem. So. <laughs> Yeah, it has now. Everybody's now kind of like, what the fuck going on? So there's still speculation kind of going online, whatever, whatever, what have you. So we'll wait to see what it really yeah. is. Uh, my initial thought, too, um, I was having a conversation and I was saying like, yeah, but to that point, and this is before people kind of started to come out with their opinion. I was like, you never really hear about those, those other people, though, especially if they're not of the black race. Um, so I, yep. that's the first thing that I said. I was like, well, you don't really hear about it but if there's more detail then leave with that right. like don't or don't leave first of all you don't have to leave with it at all just say he's suspended or fired because Could've of x y and z and it's just because messy because now you're dragging me along into it and, you know the black community gonna ride for her uh, it's not funny <laughs> but my favorite one was the little spongebob <laughs> meme but they was all hugging yes. spongebob and it was like everyone controlling me along after the email <laughs> <laughs> I was I was cracking up laughing like Yo. dog, but um, yeah I, I we all love Neil Long. It was something that came out. Typically, people believe TMZ, but it was like a, a statement from her supposed to be rep or whatever, saying like you know she hanging in there, you know just she was blindsided. She didn't know about it at all until I guess they finalized like right. Be it was like right before it came out or when it, I think it was right before like when he probably had to tell her before Sick. it went public and now some of the stuff coming out is i guess that um her the the woman that we still don't know of um was actually helped her relocate her and her son relocate to boston two weeks ago 
Um, so we, we we don't know if this is true, but that's just what they they've been saying. So it's all fucked up because you just went to the finals. You've been a great asset to this team, and whatever you did over there, uh, not judging, it's just a mess. And all I'm only really involved because you just my auntie here. Don't play with my auntie like that. Um, and she never really ends stuff like too. that. I didn't. It's not. I don't care. She my auntie. <laughs> That, that is yeah. my my auntie since 94 okay mm-hmm. don't play with me i was two didn't even know her yet but don't play with my auntie like that mm-hmm. you know what if i'm gonna bag it up to 91 when she was brandy um she well she, this isn't see karma happens because on um karma sugar uh you add her she wasn't even in brown sugar i'm sorry that's what i said that's that maybe you should just karma had no. you said you, you, said, you, said, you should have put in some I mean, stuff where she was acting you have to put some acting stuff in there you should hush can't make a mistake you should hush you should hush this black man made a mistake cheating is not a mistake stop it it's a choice it's a choice you choose to cheat on your mate sometimes your choice is a mistake you can choose to make mistakes <laughs> the only thing I will say is it's not a justification to any. I will say that. I'm literally giving this. I'm literally giving this disclaimer for what I'm about to say, like at all. But it goes to sh- not. Well, fuck, fuck it. It goes to show, like you know, they talk talk about. We seen it in Love and Basketball. It was a movie, but Zeke been on the road with these skeezers, and a lot of these NBA players may do that too. So you stressed out going to the finals is your first year. You know, I I think I was telling my boyfriend that he was dying laughing. I was like, I was like, he looked like he be cussing at the asses out of the timeline. Yes, he, he, he was like, he be slamming that clipboard. Get the fuck over <laughs> right. I said, that man be stressed out. Tatum, knee, ain't a, Tatum. knee ain't available. She in the Bahamas, you know, record the best man in the final chapter yeah. with, you know, Tay Diggs best and everybody. <laughs> Shut up. Make, the final chapter. You make are. it smile. Can I make you? Can I? Can I, damn, I can't. Oh my Making God. smiley videos with uh, Samara Lathan and shit with red lipstick on. You're like, damn, I miss her. But, you know, and, and no justification at all. But it no. just goes to show what niggas really be on. Hold it niggas together, Sean. wherever they at. I, I'm going to tell you something, though. It's some, Sometimes it is, it's, as a black man, you just need your black queen next to you. Like, right. go get her. Strength. Somebody go get her. <laughs> But I was she's doing the dancing she's, like me along. <laughs> she's, she's, she's dancing like me along. But I, that's what I was getting at, though. But you got a working queen, too. You know what I'm saying? You're yes, not just hanging with her housewife that can travel that with you. Fair. You know what I'm saying? She's filming fair. right now. She's that's filming. Fair. But my booking agent was right here. And she <laughs> we booked the bed. Her poor son. Oh, her son. I ain't going to say poor son. Her son. Yes. Her baby son looked just yes. like her. Um, yes. And then she got an older son, too. But I think I don't think she was married to the other guy. Looked up to him. Yeah, he probably is shit. He got to be older than 20. Maybe 21-ish. I feel like he just went to college a couple years ago, but from her post. But um, yeah, she has a debate. I think he probably like mm-hmm. ten. I think I think he, he just 10. turned ten, yeah, which is, is crazy. 10, yep. But um, that's tough. Ooh, her and her mama got some strong genes. But yeah, no, shout out to her. I hope hopefully auntie's yeah. um healing well. Just it jokes, just y'all. for just for me, it just sucks because like I understand everybody get cheated on whatever. But it just when you're not really in the media like yeah. that for yeah. certain things, that's yeah. the part just, that I know just is so trash. Yeah. That, that that's my biggest thing. Like you see someone who ain't never really been in this shit, and now like they in this shit, and mm-hmm. that's on like. Everybody, I was like, I would have th- threw my phone in the fucking ocean. I swear I would have. Because, like, all this news coming in, all this stuff that's being said, and things, like you said, some of it is speculation. Some of it, we don't really, I don't really know what's true. They showed a picture of some girl, and I'm like, is this the girl or is this not the girl? Yeah, that's what I heard. They, they said they wouldn't even check. I was going to say that, and that's another thing that's that's very dangerous. Because I yeah. think, because I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, I remember her mm. face. I'm like, wasn't she in the WNBA? He was like, yeah, she played mm. for the Sparks. I was like, yeah. 
Um, so, but they said that she has yeah. a husband and yep. kids, and, and somebody confirmed that it's not her. Because mm-hmm. you know, even if yeah. she could still do that with that situation, but sometimes it's not even her. But it to me, it just goes where they make it an aesthetic mm-hmm. thing. Like, well, they point out these are the only three women. I think somebody looked at the chart, but we like we don't know if it went higher up than this little list yeah. here. It could have went to the financial, exactly. You know, tech ops Genie team. Bus. <laughs> okay. <Genie bus>. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we could have went to the tech ops team. We could have went to the the, the ticket master person. Ticket master person. Oh my god! You said the liaison, motherfucking shit. You said we gonna we gonna ticket master. You wanna go access the ticket master? Got you. Hey, 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 you man. That's bogus, fam. That's what I'm saying. It could have went anywhere. It don't have to stop there, but it's just unfortunately in my mind, it's just that aesthetic thing. The internet is dangerous. She look better than me alone. The internet is dangerous. Dangerous. That's exactly what I said earlier. Dangerous, dangerous place. Yeah. Lassie, you made it. Uh, I think, yeah, you made a good point. Somebody made a good point when I just came back from the bathroom. I was just like, yeah, this shouldn't even be a story. Point blank, period. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, yeah. Reese was like, we could have kept it clean and and simple and and sweet. And I and I feel yeah. the same way. Like all this rah rah okay. and all this stuff. My only thing is, I'm like, the more and I don't, I don't really voice my opinions online because when I don't debate with nobody, like I really don't care how you feel. Um, same. But like, also, I'm more like. I don't know. I just I, I try not to feed into so much celebrity stuff. I mean, it's cool here and there, yeah. but like on the flip side, I'm like, I wish a nigga would help let somebody pick my house out. Okay. Like, I said that earlier. I was like, he let her pick out where they was about to live. Absolutely not. Dis- disgusting. Disgusting. I mean, she picked out the bed. So more I mean, See, I mean, you can't be serious. If you if it was you on the other hand and and <laughs> if it was you and and your girl let some notes. nigga pick out where y'all nigga. was living you wouldn't want to live there and you know you wouldn't long voice <laughs> notes motherfucker ran out of time gotta do it again long voice notes and then <laughs> okay I'm back y'all so much of my business well, let me see how is this your business when this is hypothetical I'm literally making up a story <laughs> like, you've, you've said it multiple you times, just told your business no 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 This you be, there's documented proof and evidence that you've said I've leave voice notes but that could before. be a joke no one really knows that we all know no. you leave voice notes a voice note could be anything yeah, yeah thanks, thanks you sent voice notes of driving <laughs> back from Toma I, know, I, know, I, pre- I appreciate you friend thank you please you're welcome so anyway <laughs> say hey, i don't care <laughs> what the fuck? she says you don't care okay terrible it's a perspective thing like whatever perspective. two things can be true so i'm gonna leave it alone know. you know what i'm saying yeah, you can't waste your can. energy on that stuff right so anyway i took it um personally. i took yeah. it personally <laughs> what am i gonna say, what you say? i took that shit personally yeah sure um, so um swipe sure. anyway um especially when they don't give sick. a sick you're sick fat uh, I'd be catching myself doing that too. I'll get you back, sure. Just playing. But um, I was gonna say something in, in relation to the young woman. Um, yeah, just the way that it came out. I, that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. We talked. We we mentioned it, but even if it was somebody else, it wouldn't have. They probably would have had it put together. Oh, I was gonna say that. I think they said that whoever the person is, allegedly the higher up, wanted it to be like this, like. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna blast them, or y'all gonna y'all better do it type shit. Yikers. This is my words making it like that, but that's what it what yeah. it sounds like. So maybe he was just like, "Get this person out of here." We, it, um, it it looks bad because, and I don't want to play the race card, but race always plays a factor in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. As a black coach in in um the NBA, 
Um, there, even though there's a lot more black coaches in the NBA than it is successful. in the NFL, but a successful black coach at that as well too. Um, you just have to live to a higher standard. I mean, you, a lot of people argue with, like with Obama and say, "But I'm almost, you know, he was half white and so what? He was a black man." And we know that the stuff that Trump <laughs> did got away with is not. We, Obama cannot get away with. And like I said, Mike the most Epsley controversial on Friday he at had, the next, it was a nigga that did this. <laughs> <laughs> the most controversy that Obama had was his tan suit. That was it. That was it. Maybe bombing, um, uh, uh, I think it was, uh, was it Samaria? Bomb, maybe bombing there. But um, other than that, bombing that was all the, them countries. Yeah. And, but other than that, it was <sighs> that, that's it. So you just have to, unfortunately, as black individuals in, in these high profile jobs, we have to hold ourselves accountable and we have to do better. So I don't know what yeah. the, all the situation it was and why that occurred. We just know that I personally believe, like what y'all said, it shouldn't have been as big of a story compared to Brett Favre stealing over millions of millions of dollars. See, I think I think they 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 run in hand in hand because I feel like the Brett Favre thing has been going on for a while. I think for me, it's the lack of like accountability and what's next with it. Yeah. But I feel like they've been talking about it. They're two de different cases, but I, I understand that perspective of it. But I feel like the way it was rolled out, especially with NBA season coming upon us, um, and the Brett Favre thing to me, I feel like it's been going on for a long time. Like it's been brushed under the rug for a minute. Yeah. So I just think that's that's the thing with it, and we we know how that Sickos. goes. So, um, yeah, it's it's just nasty. And then when you think you think about like, it's not my thoughts, but you talking about like Lassie said, the whole internet fiasco of cheating and yeah. drama. Like people would um what uh what um Corey Hogan say, people love <laughs> agony and pain. Like people love that stuff. But then when you talk about you know, welfare money. Yeah, it's agony and pain, but certain demographic don't give no fuck. And this, you can say the same about the relationship thing, but people love agony, pain, drama, yep. loving hip hop ass shit yep. type yeah, shit. They do. And, mm -hmm. that's, and that's what it is. That's, that's that's another yeah. perspective of it true. to me too. Because yeah. I feel Sales. like they, they in his ass too. Because everybody, it's weird because to me, everybody's just saying that. Let's talk more about Brett Favre. Let's talk about it. People are talking about it, but where where are you going with it outside of just saying that? And I just keep saying it on Twitter. I'm like, what, what, we gonna, what you want to say? Because I want to, I'm going to yeah. listen. Like what's more? Cause with this other case, there's other shit coming out, and that's why I'm that's saying true. like, what's where is it at in its legal status? Like, we want more. Let's talk about the governor of Mississippi, poor state in the union, mm -hmm. Jackson. There's other shit that's that's fucked up down there. So, <sighs> sad shit, man. Um, facts to my auntie. You love you, Nene. <laughs> that's that's SpongeBob. Meme gonna live in my mind forever. I, I, and I'm saying people too, like J. Cole can get at her. J. Cole is a married man. Like what? <laughs> now like, Yeah. Back like, then he what? wasn't. Did you did y'all see that video when she was, was on Larry King? Engaged, though. He was like one rap look what he made did. But um <laughs> oh, I wish I could throw this at you. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but you seen um What if it, like, threw it in when she was on Larry King live and he was reading the he's like J. Cole once you know how his voice goes, J. Cole once said uh, uh, <laughs> Cole was nasty. J. Cole went at the T and Tamara and everything. He wished he was. Uh, he's too young. She, he was, she's like, what he doesn't know is that he's not too young. I'm like, I know that's right, Auntie. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cute. One J ain't either. <laughs> she said J. Cole was an M. Cole. He's always trying to throw themselves in somewhere. <laughs> well, I got the first part, J. Yeah, <laughs> 
I am kind of cold. I got this jacket on. So she said, she, she said his name is James Cold. Yo, this is more. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jermaine. Jermaine. What, what if his Jermaine? name was James Cold though? Like, what if his name? I, that, you know what? I have an alias when I go out of town. Can I, I, I like James Cold. I like that. <laughs> That's what you be telling bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I usually tell them I'm Benjamin. I'm changing. Benjamin. You look like a bitch. <laughs> you look like a <laughs> keep that. <laughs> what we say? What we saying? What I say in the intro to you on the episode? It's on the intro. Dang. What was it? What's in the intro? I said it on one episode. <laughs> What's in the intro song? Uh, what? I said something to you, and I basically said that, like, keep that, like, <laughs> dang, what is, it's on our intro. I'm, at what you just said. I'm sorry, I can't think. <laughs> it's, it's in the intro. It's in the oh. intro part. Oh, I my black ass can only think of, first Sick, of all, man. shut up, we don't talk to you. It's I another part, part, but that was lossy, but I said I'll something to you. What did I was like, I let it dang. <laughs> facts. But, um. It's <laughs> facts. <laughs> <laughs> Mco, it's in the intro, it. y'all. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Now I gotta know. Let me go to my. I'm my sorry. Here. Well, it's in the intro. When I, I said, I don't know what's funnier, the alien. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> y'all heard that? You the alias. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <sighs> That's fucked up. I'm doing this. No, I know what it is now. Take the one we said. Take Benjamin. What? Okay. I, I don't want to stay on this too long, but why Benjamin? Like, where did that come from? Because, because <laughs> he looked um, like Benjamin. And, um, and high school, before, you know, like the first year when people meet you and stuff like that, they was like, you look like a Benjamin. They didn't know my name was Mwanje. They thought my name was a Benjamin. Mm. Like, you, <laughs> I like that. He's like, you like a Benjamin. And, I, and I've kept that to this I day. I mean, you definitely don't that. look like Her a James. So, no, no James. James. No, you look like a Benjamin. Ben, yeah, you look like you let people call you Ben for short. Ben, uh, <laughs> uh, ben <laughs> Thompson. <laughs> Benny. Uh, ben Burnell. I still That's don't know cute, how to get Robert from William, but Aren't anyway. Aren't they cute? Ben Burnell. Ben Burnell. <laughs> that's not like a, that's not like a blog page where you write about your Got life. Some girl. <laughs> like your, your, cook, your cooking platform. Cooking platform. Ben Burnell cuisine. <laughs> it got it's in cursive and shit. <laughs> it got you with the little cooking shit on with the hat like this. Right, 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 right. Like you cook beignets. Ben, anyway, ben, um. Ben, what what was it? Ben, ben Burnell the beignetia. Beignetia. It's <laughs> like you can do with a beignet. That's funny. Yeah, it's like yeah. you can do it being being good. Facts. We, got, we finally got a fat Tuesday over here in Milwaukee now. I heard. I'm gonna stop yeah. there when I go. People was complaining. Like, we complain about everything in the city. Like, bro, like complaining about what well, the one I went to, what well, the one I went to, what well, the one Fair I went to. Guess what the fuck I did? Got my drink and okay. left. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? When the Pfizer Forum yeah. area cracking and it's sports time, it's, it's gonna be right you're not gonna want to stand or sit in Fat Tuesday. Right. Okay. This is like when we on Miami Beach. You don't want to just sit in Fat Tuesday, okay? You gonna go and explore. So Aunt that's Eagle's my like, thoughts. I don't like that because now, now they're gonna make a skinny Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she cuts you out for saying that. Get on my team. She will. First of all, <laughs> 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 I didn't this plan, but um, 
Oh, it went away. Okay, cool. Well, again, time for my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they want to talk about that white <laughs> Who was it? Adam Levine. I feel like uh, I heard a pod his, talking about it, but I don't know. Adam I Levine naming his, uh, his, his ch- a spawn. Um, the, that's not what he did. Oh, I was just listening he to Brilliant He asked idiots. her, could he name the baby yeah, after her? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We named, he's trying to name his spawn after his ex. After what? his mistress, his side chick. Mistress, I'm his sorry. Spawn. His spawn, yeah. Yeah, his, his child. Oh, okay. I think yeah, brilliant idiots was talking about that. Yeah, I like I literally was just listening to them, so that's yeah. why I rugged them. Mm-hmm. Another nigga it's cheating. Nigga. Niggas gonna there. cheat no yeah. matter what. He had a Victoria's Secret model. All right, guys, time for my anon. Mm, is that about um, today? Cheating? No cheating. Since we uh maybe maybe <laughs> since we missed some time, I found some stuff online that I thought was. It's gonna have to do pretty much. Um, oops, wrong one. Uh, it reads, <clears throat> "Is that controversy?" Pay attention. Um, so I've been dating a guy that's thirty three. That's thirty three years old. I'm twenty seven years old. Okay. Um, and we've been dating for roughly two months. Um, he leaves my house super early in the a.m. after spending the night. He's only spent two nights at mine, but left very early in the in, at both times. Although I'm trying not to take it personally, it started to hurt a bit, LMAO. What are some of the reasons a man would leave as soon as the sun rises? <laughs> we met online. We met online and so far I thought I thought, in quotes, things were going well. He has initiated most dates and I've been and I've even met his best friends. He doesn't pressure me into sex and I just and I had to initiate it. Even now, if I don't initiate it, we will still spend the night, but we'll just cuddle and talk. Okay. He's told me that he's an early. <laughs> it's, not, it's not funny. It's not funny. It I don't is. know why I'm laughing. He's told me that he's an early riser. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck. <laughs> in the past mm-hmm. and the past. excuse he's given me this time around is that he has a long drive home mm. yeah, da, da, da. so the question that she initiated earlier was what are some reasons why a man will leave as soon as the sun rises let's start with the man of the pot here right. Jay. have you ever spent the night at a woman's home so and bad. have you left early if was there a reason outside of you having to do something seriously oh my god i'm not i'm gonna sound so bad asking this question i would like to know her size what we don't know okay all right what? i'll leave it at that day. answer the question um so okay moanje banks what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> i just need to know her size but um oh my bitch has got to be thick so i mean yeah. Have, you right. left? I, have I left early? Oh, that's you asked me that. Um, have I left early before? No. So you always stay for breakfast? Mm-hmm. So. Or we go to get breakfast? Yeah. Who pay? Me. So you've never had the pleasure of leaving a woman's house early and telling her some <laughs> bullshit? Mm, no, I, I'm trying to think about. I've gotten up early and had to leave. What is early though? Like five in the morning, six in the morning. When the sun rises. When the sun rises, so that's roughly about five. What's or the six. early? What time do you typically leave a woman's house if you spend it? Well, Andre, one of them niggas helping her fold the sheets up. And <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm getting I a pan off, off the top shelf, even though she ain't yeah. cooking for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
mean, <laughs> do something. So you want some cornbread? Yikes. I don't know, but um, you want some Kool Aid? Um, but no, I um, I yeah, I usually stay unless I like I, just, unless it's a Saturday morning. I have no idea to do like rehearsal or go somewhere. I'm usually typically there. I would prefer to stay there, but. I don't know. What about y'all? Have y'all left early? <laughs> the question home? is, has a man ever left early? Oh, okay. Then we'll go to us. Okay. But let's stay on the man. Yeah, don't yeah. Go so fast. Oh, here's in a tea potty. Yellow. <laughs> in a tea mommy. Yo, 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 what up? Hey, he is. Someone's excited here to be a... Yeah. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? This nigga slurring. My sister gonna laugh at this. This motherfucker got his words tucked up. <laughs> so John, NFT Poppy. Yeah, we have an anon here where I'm not gonna read it because it's kind of simple. But a young woman saying that she just been dating a guy for about two months, but he tends to leave. He only spent the night twice, but each time he tends to leave very early. And one of the times he told her that he was an early riser. Um, so she says she's been feeling the type of way, LMAO. Um, and what are some reasons a man will leave as soon as the sun rises? And the question I'm going to start with, and you can give your thoughts. Um, have you ever left a woman's home like early, like after you spent the night and did what you had to do? Um, and why did you leave? Like if you didn't have to really do anything, like what excuse did you give? Why would you leave early? And give me, give me the gist. Give me the breakdown. Oh, all right. Um, I would say he probably left early because he had some other, maybe some other woman, or just he really has some like responsibilities to take care of, or he's thirty three. He wanted to leave because oh, well, maybe he just didn't. He wasn't really feeling her like that, or maybe she had like a thirty apartment or something or a house, whatever. And so he just wanted to get up out of there. Um, to stay twice. But no, I've never left her. Like what? When uh, when I stayed the night one time, she actually cooked breakfast in the morning, so I stayed for breakfast and then left. You said she made breakfast and I, then I zipped up my pants. <laughs> 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 I'm done. Yeah, so so have you ever bad. had a woman that came to your house and that just kind of hit it early? Like, all right, bro, dapped you up. Put her dress down. I would grab her, her breast. Like get back in here. Her, you know, like this, like that, like you know how they do. Like you said, grab her by her breast. Like this with your arm. <laughs> how do you grab somebody by their breast? You've seen the videos when the um the, the the meme is like uh when when dudes don't want you to get out the bed early and they like pull you back in the bed when you are trying to get up by and the it, titty. I mean, not by like this, like okay. grab the actual one, but it be your arm covers their details breasts, matter. You know? yeah. Anyway, sorry, John. I mean it. That's never happened to me. Am I off on this, John? And my no. first question after Miss um, uh, Bigberry was reading this uh, story was, "What size was the woman?" Am I wrong for that? Asking that. What size? Well, no, because if you say the night, then why would it matter? Typically, guys that are ashamed of the woman that they're with would possibly leave early and usually the guys that are ashamed of the woman they're with are usually typically women that are big women and bigger women and they will try to act like they're not into that type of woman but they'll get there late at super late at night and once again leave early in enough time where they're not there 
So that's why I ask, like, what size is the woman? Because some guys who just aren't confident enough to say, I love this beautiful, voluptuous woman, um, they, don't, they don't have the confidence to say they like that type of woman. I don't believe that just because if if he likes her in private, then it doesn't matter because nobody can see what they're doing, like, in the, the comfort of her security of her home. So that wouldn't matter unless somebody, like, was like watching him or there. But if he gets there, let's assume, let's just assume, even though it's not anything. He just they she says he's just trying to assume. Her. But I guess I guess I take I guess that's fair point because she did say he does initiate the dates and he met his best friend. So. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just yeah, curious. I don't know. That, that's, 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 a, that's a bit outlandish from that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit outlandish. Tell him. Tell Ben. That, um, um, ben. John. You, you, you'll figure out. <laughs> but no, nah, I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't think that. It's nine times out of ten, he's like, he's probably like cheating just because he has to leave her and go to this other chick, or uh, maybe he just wants to do something else without telling her about it. So, so you've never left. You just stayed for breakfast and then left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you play for Boston Celtics? <laughs> Bye. Anyway, well, thank you, John, for your input. Oh, right, not a problem. Anytime. <laughs> bye. Welcome back. All right, bye. Why well, everybody put the humble voice on when it's time to hang out? Thank you so much. Um, Moanjay, call Iran. What he doing? Uh, no, he playing ball. I mean, he playing softball right now. <gasps> tomato. Oh, tomato. you know what? Let me see if I'm hit up Tim real quick. Let me see if because there's a whole group of oh, people. Lord, I'm supposed to better. go over there. Um, after this, and I wonder if everybody's over there. I'm curious. Even juicier. <laughs> Even juicier. I'm gonna see if I can get it. Put me. I'm gonna put me on speakerphone. It's gonna be fun. I've been everywhere, oh, man. If, am I connected to the board? Get the board. Get the board. Yo, hey, just one second. I'm gonna connect you to the board. The, uh, my board, real quick. I got a quick question for you. All right, let me tell you the story while we're waiting here. So um, there's this woman. Um, she Hello, Timothy. Oh, yeah, my bad. Hold on. I think I got you now. It's coming. We're connected. We're good. Can you hear me? Hey. Yeah, there we go. All right. I'll let Big Barry tell the story. She does, she does recaps better than me. Well, first of all, hello, Tim. How are you? Hope we're not hey, interrupting. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. See, nice and polite. Um, we have a young woman here who is curious about why a young man um, would leave her home early in the morning time. So she's stating that um, she's been dating this guy for about two months. Um, he spent the night twice. Um, and she's trying not to take it personally, but um, he's been leaving early in the morning. Um, and she wants to know what reasons would a man leave a home as soon as the sun rises. Now, before you answer, let me give you a couple tidbits. She's saying she thought they were good. You know, he initiated most dates. She met his friends. You know, even if they don't have sex, they just cuddle and just have a great night. But he's always leaving early and he's told her that he's an early riser, meaning he leaves early. And that's just sure. a part of who he is. So as a young black male who's experienced, I'm assuming, um, yeah. have you ever left a woman's home early? And if so, what were the reasons? If it wasn't for like a real life thing, and what would you tell a young woman in this situation? So I'm I'm guessing that I mean, if he's an early riser, like it's not for work, right? It's, it's not a, like a work thing, right? 
good point. It could be. I don't know. Oh, Lord. Please, right? I mean, it could be. I don't know. That's a good point. So, I mean, if he works and, you know, that's a valid excuse for him to, you know, want to get on his job and, you know, get things going. But if it's not that case and he's not working, it's kind of interesting. kind of sounds like, you know, he's trying to beat the clock to make it back to his other life, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Have you ever left Which a woman's home really early? And was there a specific reason why you left if you were not going to work or had any major responsibilities? I I, I have not done that before, but I'm just thinking about the context of it. And if I was in that situation. Really? I kinda, you don't give me that. Huh? I feel like you left. I feel like you left oh. early. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's terrible. What? I, I don't know. You just, I just not giving me. Mm-hmm. No, okay. I, I, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've never done that before. You I stay mean, for breakfast and then you leave. Yeah, I, especially <laughs> for breakfast, or you know, it could it could they could be something else happening in the morning. Oh, you, know? right. oh, you stay for more? Okay. Oh, three, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, I'm staying for more. Yeah. yeah. See, oh, so dope. if he, that's the interesting. Now, let's stop right there because if he's not staying for mm. more, that's a good question. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Right. If he's not staying for more, that's yeah. That's kind of. I thought when I she know. said, well, I, I thought when she said initially when she was the early when he's an early riser, I thought it meant something else at first. But I, was I like, had to oh, correct him as soon as possible. Oh, okay, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm an early riser too. I like I like to be rid, I like to be risen too <laughs> in the morning. Enough, enough, enough. Said, rise me, ma'am. <laughs> she she did right. say that the excuse he gave he gave her in the past is that he has a long drive home. So take, take me oh, down. Does he have a long drive home? Mm. <laughs> how long is the drive so. uh, that's information she didn't give what constitutes so. as long mm. What's the- 30 minutes or mm. more yeah I would say that yeah. mm. even say 25 morning person you gotta get to the gym or you know yeah you can't have other okay. responsibilities then. Okay, so we, we I gotta- spent the whole night we spent the whole night together we can't have other things you know wow you <laughs> it's been a terrible thing like, <laughs> not like that like we spent the whole night together so like I'm trying to that's know. just it you tired of me now uh, not tired he's only of spent you, two nights at her house he can't stay for breakfast once we got <laughs> what's that uh, that old school movie with that clip that came out he's like I use you you a toy bitch <laughs> you a toy oh whoa, yeah that's terrible I don't know why he did that to that woman clean <laughs> <laughs> what Wow. Shut up! Ain't he a woman? Ain't she a woman? Again? She is, <laughs> but it was it was a movie from the seventies. You know how they talk in black exploitation. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah I know you talking about. Yeah. So, well, thanks for the perspective, Tim. I think that's that's something for her to think about. Yeah, Sounds like he just doesn't yeah. give a fuck from your. Perspective. Is there anybody else over there, uh, Tim? I, I was going to ask oh, you man, to put I got, a, I got a bunch bunch of people over here. You need some more. Nah. You need some more. Uh, <laughs> you need some more. You need some more bullshit. You need another perspective? No, I think I we did. I can ask my sister. She's very Desi over there. Very knowledgeable. Yeah. Interesting. No, yeah, put her on. Put her on. Hmm. So I'm gonna put her on. You wanna uh Mwanja, you go, you break it down. Question real quick. Okay. Hold on. This is my sister. Let it hear from the male's Hello? perspective. Desi, what's going on? It's Moan J. Hey. Hey. Where you at? I, I'll, I'll be over there shortly. I'll be over there, so I'm downtown right now. 
We have you on the oh. pod, Desi. Yeah, we got you on the podcast, so don't say nothing incriminating, please, because oh. we don't want to have to cut it out <laughs> or leave it in. Okay. All right. So check this out. I got you. <laughs> I got you. So check this out. Um, so we are in our segment. It's called the Anon, the Anon segment. We got this um, this question we're going to ask you. So this woman sends a post out saying, hey, I need help. Uh, I got this guy that um, that is uh, he would come over at night, but he would leave early in the morning. Um, he would uh, initiate dates. I met his she met his best friends, but she's just not understanding why he spent the night twice at her home. He just leaves early. He she asked him, why do you do this? And he keeps telling her that he's just an early riser. And so she's trying to figure out, is there any more meaning to behind this? So we're just trying to ask folks, is there any more meaning behind it or what are your thoughts on it? And have you experienced and like a man leaving your home early? Ha- yeah, in the morning have you left? And felt curious. Have, yeah, have, have a man ever left your home early, uh, or have you left a man's home early? And why? What would be the reason why? Um, Outside of having to go to work or no. stuff. Okay, so no, um, I think I'm a little different because I've been married uh, for a while, and then also even before my marriage, I was like in a long term relationship, so mm. I didn't have too That's much of that happening for me. But your woman came. I think. <laughs> right period. Um, no, I think that hmm, like I want to respect his space. Like you can't control when somebody gets up. You can't control how they, you know, operate in their lives. And so you want to kind of respect his decision to get up early. But at the same time, I think that he should be giving her some perspective. Like you have obviously gone as far as having sex with her. So, um, and I hope I can say that. But yeah, so yeah. you should at least be decent enough to communicate like hey you know i this is what i need in the morning like what do you need for me to feel Mm. you know like you know like that's an okay thing for me to do not like i need your permission but i want to make sure that you don't think you know other things or that you feel comfortable with what i what i'm doing um also i think that if she feels like what he's doing is inappropriate she has the opportunity to leave you Mm. don't have to excuse me i'm sorry i'm eating dinner um you don't have to be with somebody who you feel like is doing stuff outside of you guys whatever this is because it doesn't sound like a relationship but um yeah i don't know mm. yeah to, it's, each it's, own, it's, to each his own it's kind of rough uh yeah yeah it sounds like it's a fresh type of relationship thing mm-hmm. so basically okay. okay i get it so she's saying like you, he needs to kind of basically give her some security in regards to whatever he has going on. But, Queen, you got two legs. You can always walk away. Got it. Well, don't have him come over because exactly he's the one spending the night at his house, her house. Exactly. Because <laughs> now you're expecting that from him. And maybe he's not ready for that. Or, you know, yeah. just, you know, be on your own path and do your own thing. Don't worry about him until you guys talk about making it serious. And then you can set those boundaries. But for now, you kind of just got to let it be what it is. Mm, so yeah, Queen, you go to his house and spend the night and leave early. Show him how I feel. I'm gonna do grab her, make sure you're like, uh, you're gonna pee on this bed. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. No. Right. Well, Desi, I appreciate you. That ha- that answer was very healed. I love that. Um, and, yeah, it was a very well. That's a good compliment because lucky I'm. Ooh, I'm healing myself. So mm-hmm, me too. I don't know if I'm there or if I'm still in it, but I'm definitely. You know, mind is open. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right with you. I understand yeah. that healing, boy. Ooh, it's, it's, it Sweet. takes a toll. I'm if you right. Told me. So funny. <laughs> yeah. But thank yeah, you so much, Desi. Well, you finish. You. you finish your dinner. Sorry for interrupting. I'll be thank there soon. You. No, cool. Y'all say, y'all <laughs> okay. save me some macaroni. 
Oh, yeah, it's plenty. Yep. Yep. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. It's plenty. <laughs> bye. Black people always going to bring some macaroni and potatoes. Niggas always. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim, we appreciate you, man. Right. I'll be there soon. All right, sounds good. Peace. Bye, Tim. Say, ooh, that Say, healing damn. stuff. Oh. It's some, it's some left fat ass. I'm just playing. But um, listen, Queen, figure it out. Like people out. said, it's it's kind of early, so we kind of running long. So I'm just gonna read like three comments here. I'm just gonna find some and read it. First one I came up says, "Sis, it's been two months. What are you expecting <laughs> here? Chill. Go with the flow. Also, he might have a family somewhere who thinks he works third shift. <laughs> Sounds like he's an early riser and has a long drive home. Dot, 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 dot. I mean, he said, he said what he said. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take shit for face value. Someone says maybe he has his own place that he pays a lot of money to live in Thank and you. wants to go home. Yes. If he stayed during the days he works, maybe he wants to go home, yes. wash up, and get ready where his clothes are. You already had sex with him, but you can't. Ask, I'm sorry. You already had sex with him, but you can't ask him yourself instead of having us assume with you. <laughs> get out your feelings and over and, over, and overthinking this stuff. Dude said you already had sex with him, but you can't ask him yourself instead of having us instead of wasting our damn time. Her ass. Damn. Oh, okay, one man. more. Let me see if somebody else is nicer. Um, nicer. Oh well, this is a not nice, but okay. <laughs> because it's weird being at someone's house that you're not with. So this is probably the best one. So leave early, and you don't have to have that weird, awkward transition to leave. Yeah, I like that. That's true. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. nice some people can't overstay their welcome. Yeah. Now you're like, damn, how I get this nigga out of my house? Facts. Yeah. Maybe he ain't like, that's a point. Good point. Maybe he in limbo. He don't know, like, I don't want to right. stay. Bump her on the head and say, stop taking things personal. <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to stand there with your hands like, so can I stay? You cook? Or? Can I stay? I would never act. I'm a, I'm a man king. I would never act. Yeah, right. I'll take. Take what? But home, what you talking about? Yeah, okay, <laughs> clarification here. Please. Mm. <laughs> uh, not but Um listeners, let us know what you guys think. <laughs> inspiration for the week. Um, I'm gonna just keep my inspiration. Um, what I said earlier. Save your energy for the shit that matters. Um like just I, like I said, I don't debate people. I don't debate with people online. My opinion is my opinion. Yours is yours. If we share one, cool. If we don't, amazing. But um, even like when I'm out at the grocery store or something, like people can piss me off because one thing that really pisses me off is white people that don't say excuse me. They just look at you and expect oh, yeah, you to huge. move or they reach behind you. And I don't really like people in my personal space like that. Um and I'm, I mean, I'm not scary. Just say, excuse me, but they don't. And it gets frustrating, but I'm like, I'm not going to snap on them or nothing. I'm just, I'm going to save my energy for the shit that matters. Right. Exactly. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, my mind is going to go on the line of don't take it personal. Stop taking things personally. Stop internalizing things. Don't, um, people do something to you. It's probably because they uh, there's something wrong with them, and you don't have to fool with them. Just don't take it personal. Don't get once again when y'all say don't take it personal. Don't get rolled over and get disrespected. But even in that disrespect, don't take it personally. Say what you got to say and keep it moving. Don't be dwelling on it. Some some folks be really heated. Like, oh, they said this to me, and I'm like, dude, it's like that was two years ago. Let it go. Don't take mm-hmm. it personal. Let it go. So, um, it's not a weakness. It's just you got more 
more inter I promise you, you have more interesting things to do in your day than to worry about somebody um, bumping into you, you know, or whatever, you know, calling you ugly or something. I don't know. Uh, just let it go. Calling Keep you it ugly. moving. That's okay. funny. Um, mine is just communication and accountability. Um, I'm just at this point in my life where whatever needs to be said just needs to be said. No sense of dwelling on it, like y'all said. Don't take it personal. Let's move forward. Um, and keep it pushing. Um, so yeah, that is my inspiration. Um, get the ball rolling. They say no time for toying around. Let's move it forward. Um. Listeners, let us know if you guys have anything, any inspiration for us, any questions, any thoughts about anything Flowers. we talked about today. Um, let us know. Um, so, yeah. Two fifty. Oh, yes. Yeah, Two sixty three. Sixty three. Yikes. Um, how you guys feel about that? That's good. Y'all funny. Funny. No, you guys are funny. Um, well. 263 is always <clears throat> excuse me i am the illustrious reese berry that is our e-s-e-b-e-r-a four wise is twitter tumblr snapchat and instagram and i'm lossy at lola baby on snapchat two wise two e's b-a-y-y-b-e-e and on instagram and twitter at lacrim lola mwanje and it's your boy benjamin you can follow me on all social media platforms that's b-e-n-j-a-m-i-n <laughs> no just kidding mwanje m-w-a-n-j-e once again, that's on all social media platforms. Muanje, Ugandan for Leopard. This can't be pleased. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> all right, y'all. Uh, 263. We out. Bye. All right, peace.